Come on to the spectacle that is the Mighty Mighty Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I am Jim Werner. And this is episode number 298, and you know we're feeling great. We are feeling great, and you sound weird, Eric. Plus, while we were listening to that intro, you coughed, and it came through, even though your mic was muted. That was weird. So we'll see how this is going to go. We might be doing it again, but hey, welcome to episode 298. You see there? You, You see your little deal? So, hey. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to episode 298, a little bit more of a laid back episode, I would say, mainly because we have a bunch of crappy books. They are nonsense, they is. And if you're not aware, we ended up having the leftovers. I usually like leftovers, like the day after Thanksgiving, though maybe two two weeks after might be a little getting funky, and these are a little funky, uh, like the DOC saying, getting funky, Eric. But with that, we are going to talk four books tonight me and eric if you are wondering hey where were you last week with the main show and where were the big books like the batmans and the justice about, we were there. and, where were and you? the flashes they were a patreon exclusive that was part of our what is normally the whole deal with a annuals week he kind of fudged a little bit to do that but still if you want to listen to those and it was a four and a half hour podcast a pretty good one i would like boy. to say so myself and if you want to do that you can go over to patreon.com slash weird science and check that and a bunch of other things but we are also available on twitter Avail for, for parties, bar mitzvahs, and possibly proms at Weird Science DC. We also have a website, WeirdScienceDCComics.com, where we review most of the books that we're going to talk about tonight and all the others every Tuesday now that Mar- DC has changed things. Marvel. Not I'm Marvel, you, Jim. Too, not Marvel. too many things going on for me to remember. I'm not that smart. But with that, each week, like I said, we end up having a Patreon-only spotlight, which usually is picked two books by the badasses up to get fresh cool and they end up where this past week we didn't have any books coming out really so we ended up doing other things are you okay were you shot dead (laughs) (laughs) and uh, we ended up doing what we like to call the $25 do or die pull list where we talk about we (laughs) we would put the books that we would have if we had a monthly pull list so if you want to listen to that that's also over the twenty-five dollar door die pull list, and what a show it was! Yeah, and is there more fireworks? I'd love it if I go over there and it's Jess. She's setting them off in the kitchen, it's me. Just, to, just to screw <laughs> toss with them us down there. the hall. <laughs> you are a tosser, I'll tell you That's that. Right. But we end up talking a lot about the good men and women in the uh, badass uh, the Get Fresh group and that is now going <laughs> is we do? I'm telling you these, these fireworks are throwing me off already we kind of almost skated past them but we didn't missed it by that but much you know what I'm talking about I'm talking about the badass roll call oh, I know that's all I'm talking about. That's what you're talking about. They're talking about that down at the rec center right now, even though it's closed because of the shutdown. Not that. Here we go. Manship, T Funk, Luke Hollywood, Lone Wolf, Marv, Lawrence Lee, Niels Tealwart, my man and your man, Rob Lewis, Dalton Edom, Christian Falls, Ken Halleck, Lady Abby, Nick Adams, Mark Jager, Josh Vermillion, Aldrin Stoja, 
Eric G. David Fink, Brandy Murray up there in the Buffalo. Yeah, there you go. You hear that? Bobby Payne. Yes, I did. Adam W. Lafferty, Ted Propes, Brian King, Bill Beer, Thomas D. Felrath, Cam, Forrest Pauly, Tony Walton, Joey Bear Costco, Joseph Watchick, Comic Boom Rocky, D Men 3000, All New Dave, Carlos, my man Pete from NYC, Pauly P. Down Under, Cellar Dweller, Luis, Ulysses, Hakeem, Double Aaron. Where is A. Aaron right now? Simon, <laughs> Swanee, Anthony G, Missy T, Ruben, and the all time great Reggie. Reggie. Boom! Where, where are the fireworks? I'm telling you. This, you know what this the worst part about this rails. whole thing is that I could think to myself, Me? well, I know this is going to happen. I could hit mute on my mic for some reason, but this time, now that we are doing the intro, I tested this. The mute button, while it says it's on, does not work anymore. No, and I actually think that there might be something. Now I'm worried for the rest of the show. <laughs> and I, did, I think that there might be something where you're coming through some other tier of multiverse. Maybe. Is what I do think. You do sound weird, though. So, I will tell you that. Uh, we should have checked this beforehand. Now things are you all weird. You sound like a ghost. You ghosted me, you, you <laughs> jerk. But hey, we have a bunch of books. I'm not going to let Eric talk this nonsense anymore here with this echoing. Sorry. And stuff. So we're going to go off now to the first section of books. Now we have waited for far long enough for the part of the podcast we love. The meat and the cheese that we crave. Oh, Jim, we just want to hear your voice some more. And we want to hear. And we're here with their reviews. That is a timely, <laughs> that's a timely soundbite there. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's the what's up. And we're here to do. Uh, I you know, somebody was some just books. vomiting in my ears. Nah, yeah, I feel like. Did this person read the books too? Yeah, really. Because these aren't great. And these are the ones, if you, you, if you really want to know. You keep that on your board because this is going to be how many blurs out of 10. <laughs> 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 the way you said it, you said it like you were Dracula. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I'm Dracula who is trying too much. Oh, my. I know to need these books. Blah. These the are seafood. I'll tell blah. you right now. These books, these books stink. And these are the books that we did not do last week on the Patreon only show. And now I see why. Yeah. So I didn't read all of them. You hadn't read mine either. So there, there was a chance that one of these was going to be good. It is not. Slim there, chance. But it yes. was there. Who Slim Pickens? He left the building. He, he went on, on his rocket and he went off because these are not 
good at all. These are so bad. And it's going to be. Welcome to July, everybody. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be one of those where you're going to have the, you know, which is the worst. Eh, It's up for grabs. And which is the boringest. That's up for grabs. I, I, I know which one's the worst. Yeah, I do. Too. <laughs> I actually do. I was, I was thinking of myself like, oh, does he mean the first one? Oh no, no, he, no. he means the last one. Is what he means, and, and the I last agree. one for a reason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dracula! Oh, Dracula! What's up? Hey there, uh, Dracula! Yes. Stomach problems? Oh my goodness, Dracula! <laughs> what the hell? He just took all the momentum we had going and killed it. That's one of my favorites. That's the strike. That's the turkey right there. At least you can tell right now. Would you call me turkey? At least you can tell, though. Hey, we're we're in for some good times. I'm I'm actually in a good mood. We were talking before we recorded here, and I was a little depressed coming into this, but me and you talking got me excited. That's what wrestling uh, will do. Yeah, yeah, you were talking some wrestling, and then we were just talking some nonsense and stuff like that, which I do like, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is a strike, is what that is, Eric. I bet it was a spare. That's just me. That'd be that'd be the best. It's like, hey, listen here, boss. We're on. With that kind of delay, long. I feel like you're off. It takes so long. We're striking. Steve Reich. But yeah, how about that? Catch me outside. How about that? Oh, how about my that? goodness. We're going to start off with this first book. But before, actually, I, I do want to mention, if you want to read the reviews for some of these books, just go over to the website and you can read them. I Good. don't know why you'd want to. Uh, this is uh, too, too many times already with us talking two, two. about them. Two, two. I'm wearing the two, twos. Here we go. Yeah. Let me try to. I'm going to get serious now, Eric. I, oh, the, the thing is, you. you're doing this and you're upsetting me because this <laughs> This is supposed to be a serious oh, podcast. This is one of those things I told you at one point. I thought that we were going a little bit, you know, off the ranch here and people weren't taking us seriously. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. I don't want anybody That's to right take so. us seriously. When, when people take us seriously, somehow we get blocked, Eric. You know what I mean? Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey number Which two. One? Uh, well, this is the Amanda is Connor it? and Jimmy Palmy We have body. two Black Label, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey books going on at the same time. Well, listen here, Eric. Uh, the Brian Azarello book. And was book. this one delayed and, and both, because of that Azarello book? And didn't no, want to confuse no. anybody. No, they just kind of had this coming out. And this is more, first off, number one, the Azarello book you like more than me. I thought it was a piece of crap. Yeah, That's just yeah. me. This book, though... Birds of Prey? Really? Get that off of the cover. Get that off of the title. This is a Harley Harley Quinn Quinn book through and through. That's all it is. But the problem is that you mix it up with Harley Quinn. You could have called this, say, Harley Quinn hits Gotham. Yeah, You know, one of those almost like special, like almost like a road trip type deal. Or Harley Quinn doing it good. Something like that. You know, we're not exactly. It should have been played off like a miniseries, like this Harley Quinn Power Girl one was, as like accompanying the regular Harley Quinn book. 
That's all this is. And again, though, at issue 50 of Harley, you're ending that run. Sam Humphreys will get to put his piece of crap book to, you know, to sleep mm-hmm. and you end up having. And I do think that it's stopping at that little juncture because of what's happening now in the Joker Bad writing. War with oh. her getting her neck sliced and things. But you could have just waited and had this be like issues 51 to 50. There, there's nothing new. This is just a continuation of the Jimmy Pomiati Amanda Connor run and that's not a bad some thing swears thrown in yeah yeah you'll hear from my blood but that's not a bad thing necessarily if you like that run and we did but i see now that yeah i i had been done with it i yeah, didn't need it anymore done. but just having that birds of prey on the cover I told you, I think that that Azarella book had a lot of problems. I think it was offensive <laughs> yep, to, yep, to my likings. Oh, my, Eric, I, I'm, I'm a fragile fella, but I was, I did see the, you know, how it was offensive. But you can't, that you was more everybody. of a birds, of, that was more of a birds of prey book, though. And so I can't really say that that should lose the birds of prey, or as I like to Look, say, the umbop. Jim, Eric. for the longest time, it feels like, because it seemed like it took forever for me, the idea that we have the birds of prey and Harley Quinn sitting down at a diner as Renee Montoya just says, I call bullshit. Hey, what a complete asshole. I'm like, you just have her swearing it up here, and this is your story, is it? That's what it is. Now, here's my blurb, Eric. Just get into the beaver talk. Trying to jump into this. You're, you're not liking this intro. Harley nice Quinn, beaver. Birds of Prey. Thanks. I just had it stuffed. Number two, but I'm it's sh- written by Jimmy Pomiani and Amanda Connor. Art by Amanda Connor, Alex Sinclair, and John J. Hill. This book tries to check the boxes of what is supposed to be a black label book, but is check. just a continuation of Pomiani and Connor's run during the regular deal no uh and i wish it was more like that you don't need to have f-bombs just because you can and this is where we said i will fully right here sit down a little sit down really (laughs) sit down for a second (laughs) i I will give you and and i'm giving tom king full credit he ends up having his strange adventures and he's not he's telling a mature story yes maybe we don't like it as much but still it's a mature story but he's not resorting to you know f-bombs and he's just telling a story and i wish more people would do that jimmy palmiani gets his leather jacket he looks a little like andrew dice clay he likes to curse a little i i i know that this is a fact He's cursed us out before, Eric. The, the words that he said to me when I was reviewing his Harley Quinn. sensitive yeah, feelings. So I end up where you, you don't need to do that. You, you have Harley Quinn. You just you don't need Renee Montoya to say this is bullshit. Fuck you. All these things. It just it didn't feel right. It just felt like that was tacked on just to tack it on. But let me continue my deal. I love Amanda Connor's art, but I was bored the whole time reading this book. I still like Harley. And it's something that I keep saying every Harley thing that comes out that isn't good. I'm like, I like Harley as a character. It's one of those, you know, there is no bad characters. There's bad writers, but I, I just, I was bored. And that's all really there is to say about this. It was very wordy to get to nowhere. You didn't have much of a story going on at all. And the jokes where there were some, you said you liked the beaver jokes, but with that, it takes way too long to get through those. That's what she said. And you end up having just ridiculous that, you know, so you end up having Bernie, the the stuff beaver. And so you get the beaver. It is. It actually is. He was just in the Harley Quinn, black, white, and red that Miracle and Delpho ended up doing. And he was funny in that too. He is funny. But with this here with, 
Cass and Renee Montoya and, you know, Helena. It's such a weird idea because even when we're doing the Azzarello book before and we were talking about the idea that I felt that it was like a New 52 take on what we wanted for the movie with more characters that looked like you'd think they should look like. You know, the movie was big at that – like kind of big at that point. We've moved past it because DC can never have a good schedule when things come out like this. But when you look at this, there's like Cassandra Cain here and I'm like, she looks like she's dressed like Cassandra Cain from the movie. But she's, you know, mute and she's supposed to be orphan or Black Bat, whatever you want to call it, because this is our current timeline. But she has nothing to do. And on top of that, Huntress has nothing to do. Black Canary has nothing to do. And Renee Montoya, she's going to put the police together. And for some reason, the Birds of Prey are going to work with them. And she's going to curse the entire time while Harley Quinn gets back what she feels she's owed from the Joker so she can save her friends back there on Coney Island. Yeah, and that's all. It's 37, some, you know, 35 pages of actual stuff. But there's only like four pages of real story. Everything else is just filler. And, you know, you have Harley where they – Even bringing in Harley Sims, yeah, bringing yeah. in the, the Joker's new, like, you know, hench girl. And this is going to be it's a so thing. It's so weird like, with Harley Sin when you have Punchline out there now. When, when I, I know. It's I'm so telling you, weird. We've moved past Harley yeah. Sin when Punchline is the big to-do when it comes to hench girls in the DC universe right now. And just having the Joker because, okay – the Joker is a piece of shit. We've been told this all the time between his relationship with her. We've seen it. We've seen how he reacts, but just the idea. All right, just shut the fuck up and get your goddamn clothes off. Yeah, yeah. Put these fucking clothes yeah, back on. on. Shut up. Yeah. Just shut up. I'm like, wow, <laughs> Joker. I, I don't even understand why anybody likes you because you're not even fun in this whole thing. I understand bad things are happening to you and you are you know, in the mindset of being pissed off, but – there is nothing fun about the Joker in this until he's even strapped into the ambulance at the end to start thinking about, does he or doesn't he have a bomb yeah. on him? Who knows? Boom. Ah, I got him good. But I'm like, you're just a piece of shit and that's all you are in this. You're not fun. Dance time, everybody. Ooh, that's a hot take the fuck was this <laughs> that was take, Eric. i'm telling you i gotta i gotta space this I, up i thought, we were, gonna, I thought we were really gonna you know break up the show with dance parties you, you in between really i didn't know how the new you, like concept you of the really thing thought was. that well this is what you get eric <laughs> That's what the thing. yeah come on eric are you enjoying it That was a musical fuck you, Eric. But yeah, so you end up having all this going on. And yeah, you have Harley Sin, which again was an Amanda Connor, Jimmy Pomiati deal in the regular run. The problem I have in this is you're getting the feel of their run, but not enough if you like that run, but not enough if you didn't read that to ever know what the hell's well, going oh, on. I'm telling you, the thing is, we talk about whenever you're coming up to it, and we talk about what Joshua Williamson right now for the ending of his Flash run, how we have to pull out all the stops. Everything we've done up to this point, we have to showcase our greatest hits, and that's what we're doing right here with Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, because we have Harley Quinn. We talked about the whole stories based on her, you know, Har- gang of Harleys, Big Tony and her Coney Island crew going back to Gotham, the freaking, you know, deal with some Joker unresolved nonsense but on the way there we're going to see those greatest it's like Atley you know the whole thing the underground city of Strata and stuff like that and you know when hey everybody remember when Harley freaking you know did this I'm like I kind of do but that's a weird call out out of nowhere yeah and so you have a greatest hits but unfortunately Eric it's Creed's greatest hits going on there <laughs> that's not fun and so yeah People like Creed. they did uh but yeah you, you have this and Really, the- even the idea that Batgirl is out of this whole thing, like, okay, we have Barbara Gordon. Oh, broken foot. She can't be Batgirl anymore. So she's not in the book. I'm like, even when Cassandra is going to go rooting through her closet, she, she can have a costume to put on. I'm like, 
was this a part of the first issue why she doesn't have a costume? Like this whole thing when we had Cassandra Kane, when Cassandra Kane was Batgirl in the pre-Flashpoint and had her own like series going on from the Batgirl and Babs was her mentor and trying to teach her different things. That was great, but you don't get that here because we're just throwing the character in like blindly. It's the wink wink, but it's not enough. And the way that, you know, at that point too, you know, Barbara Gordon seemed like she was the mature role model aspect of a thing. She looks like she's maybe two years older than Cassie in the way she's portrayed. It is true. And she ends up, you know, she's uh, hurt because of a squirrel, right? It's all goofiness. Uh, The problem I have, and I'm going through this now, the problem I have with like a Harley Sin, she shows up. If you know who that is, you're like, okay. And and me and you, we don't really need more of her. We were done. Uh, Reggie liked her. And, And Reggie, just to give a shout out to old Reggie, he would have probably been bitching and moaning at us right now saying that the amanda connor art is worth the price of admission this was the thing no, i agree yeah. the art's that, amazing this that, whole issue. that is one of his biggest things and he really really wanted them to do this book with her with all the interior art so it's a shame he, he's not around to read it but you end up where harley sin shows up and i think that a lot of people are gonna be like is this like punchline is this a new look and <laughs> and it's it's just gonna confuse people and again no everybody it's harley Sitch, yeah. Don't you know? Yeah, Harley sent. There's things going on. Ask, better call we're, someone. We're going to get that future Batgirl next issue. We end up with all of these things going oh my on. God, I yeah. forgot. And about you that. end up with scenes that kind of are just kind of well, almost like you you think that they're just throwing darts at the wall. Like, okay, what should we do next? Well, let's get Cass to go over and get an outfit where Barbara is got a broken leg and she can't do it, and it'll be a wink, wink. But and then you just move from there, and then you go to Harley Sin out of nowhere. Where she is just killing people to impress the Joker says, I don't care about all that. And then you move on from there. And the whole deal is, is that Harley has been able to figure out how to get into the Joker's major vault. Now, while that's going on, she's also set up the GCPD through her name on Toy to go and take down all of his hideouts. Look, the Joker's hideout's over here, but if you go and infiltrate this hideout, he'll just move to one of his other safe houses. So have all the cops set up at all of these different points so that rat has nowhere That's to turn. That's actually the only thing that I found interesting in this was but the- But it's so it weird is. that we have Renee Montoya, who is in charge of the GCPD and rallying the troops for this entire thing, but they're working hand in hand with the birds of prey. And even to the point where Cass is just taking her mask off in front of all the other I cops. Know. Like, That's, I didn't understand what on? she was doing there. And it actually is such a weird deal when she does that because it takes a bit for her to do it. And I'm like, what are you doing? Put your mess. But it's just what I get from this is just like I said, like a series of scenes that aren't quite connected. There's always something a little off. Even when we have Atlee show up to do this whole thing where it's just like, okay, there. Harley Quinn needs to get away from Renee Montoya and the Birds of Prey. Atlee shows up out of nowhere because of a homing device that Harley decides to have, opens a hole into the ground. Brings into down. a, a now, bathroom Atlee, while Harley was taking exactly. a dump. And now, Atlee, do you know what we have to do? We have to go to these coordinates right here. Okay, thanks, Atlee. See you never again. Yeah. See you never. See you in Strata. Maybe I'll go there someday. See you later. Like, Maybe we'll, I'll see you in Strata someday. I'm not going to see you in Strata someday. Yeah, and so it's right next to Scar Towers. Don't and worry. And when you actually have some, yeah, you take a left at Gem World and then a right. Then when you hit Scatarist, the whole thing of Scatarist <laughs> and Strata. Yeah. Like dude, we've got all these worlds that are in the center of our world. It's crazy. It's crazy. So when you end up having all these things going on, you end up thinking Renee Montoya thinking, okay, now we're going to get the loot, and she has. 
black canary and and there's like little things i actually did like oh you're gonna you're gonna focus canary cry i like you that, like that you? Actually, you knew what i was gonna talk about because you don't get a lot in this so that is the thing you that's what i'm saying i actually didn't mind where she's like you don't have to put your fingers in yours i can put all right i like that but you end up where you have harley go into the joker's main vault now for some reason Every other villain in Gotham, at least, has decided to put now, all of their stuff there. Who is crazier, the the villain or the or the person who trusts the, the, the villain, the, the yeah. Joker, or the villains that trust the Joker to take so care of re- their it's, money? It's so forced. There'd be no reason for that. Even when we get the Joker, he's taken down because of a loose grenade takes him out, and he's put in the back of a name. What's well, there's some fun to be had back and forth. If you want to be a part of this whole thing, I just kind of found it a little overly long and boring. But once you get to the whole thing, right, the Joker's back in Arkham. We have a like a who's who of the rogues gallery in there, playing cards, bitching and moaning, talking about this and that, and the idea. Hey, the Joker's vault's been robbed, but I had stuff in there. You had stuff in there. I had stuff you in had there. Stuff in Let's there. get I that clown face creep. Yeah, yeah, two face. Say that two face jerk. And, and so, <laughs> what what I thought though, and where I was very disappointed because you do know overall, I am a Palmiotti and Connor fan. I am. Yeah, you're and, a pusher. Yeah, I, I, you're a I do like them. And so, where you get these scenes, remember when Frank Terry was doing the old lady Harley, and they end up going into like the old folks' home, and you see the visual funny gags, you know, of all yeah. the old things. I was expecting at least something funny when all of these villains are in Arkham and doing well, do their thing. This is missing though. Red, red tool. Yeah. Well, yeah, you are missing that, and we'll have to get that. But even even then, you just we're not getting anything funny. You see the Riddler; he is putting a book of riddles on the deal. You, you end up having, you know, somebody doing the Kegel exercises. You end up having them playing cards. It wasn't enough. Also, when you end up having Harley go into the Joker's main vault. Uh, with Atley, she does end up like, hey, you know, these robots come out, the Joker bots, and like, the Joe yeah, bots. the Joe bots. Hey, who are you? I'm Harley Quinn. I'm, and you go on and on about her you being upset. You are not authorized. Only eight what do you mean? I'm not. Who are yeah, those eight Joe bots? So I'm going to break you apart until you tell and, me, and, or and, until yeah. Atley destroys and you. And you know, the, the worst part of that is, is that wasn't fun. But you are no. you have Joker bots attacking them in a vault of Joker deal where you have the Joker fish all that. There is fun to be had, and it was left behind doing something weird. And with that scene, kind of it rubbed me the wrong way a little because you had Pamiani and Connor. One of their big things was getting Harley pretty much officially away from the Joker. And then you kind of have this like joke here. Well, I am kind of jealous, but I'm not, and I, I don't want to be. And hey, how much can you fit in your bubble there, Atlee? And nothing. It's almost like it's, everything it feels weird too because the one thing that I thought like I actually look forward to going to the next issue is even if we will continue this because we don't do a lot of black label over here but the whole thing is <laughs> when we move the loot to a secure location which is an abandoned stable that harley happened to find on google maps just checking things out she's like oh my god there's there's nothing in here it's cold i better go find some place nearby that i can warm up maybe get something to eat the closest place is stately wayne manor and she didn't realize this when she looked up an abandoned stable or a barn on freaking google maps i'm like it's weird that you didn't take notice that the, the only thing around here is a gigantic mansion. And it's funny, too, because the idea that the mansion ends up, it, it almost looks like, you know, that, that crazy, you know, the scientist mansion on top of the hill, like a Frankenstein oh, yeah. deal where it's oh, going. Oh, it's like a Fleischer cartoon at the that's end of what Superman it looks for like. the mad yeah, scientist on top of the hill. That's what it looks like. And that's kind of funny. 
then you end up getting, you know, almost like the NWA straight out of Compton poster at the end there. But it's supposed to be more like a Reservoir Dogs, I'm sure. But still, I go NWA. (laughs) But yeah, with them going after Joker. But everything, it's like almost like you, you get the scene, you get the dialogue, you get the art, but you're waiting for the fun. And it never I'm just came. Sitting there wondering, where are the birds of prey? And so what you end up having are things like, tell us the rumor, tell us the truth, you snickering shit stain. I'm like, I don't need that. I really don't need the, the Joker being called it's a shit stain. Again. Yeah, really. I'm like, why Why do I see Clayface again? I thought I left you in eighth grade. But yeah, you have all that, Eric. And I just, I just did not have fun. And it took me a long time to get through this. Of these books, I read them all in a seating. And even even though this is, you know, a little longer than the others. It took and, me and so sorry, long. What we all, actually, it took me a while, too. I kept checking the page count because it's, it's an oversized issue because it is black label, but it just feels like it's overly the oversized for what it is. And the only thing we get down to at the end is that we have the rogues gallery in Arkham pissed off about their, their moolah and they want to know what's going on. So we eventually get to where, you know, we are in season two of Harley Quinn on the DC Universe app where it's just going to be Harley against who's who in Gotham City because they're going after her for wronging them. So it's I'm like, all right, you got Penguin, Mr. Freeze, Clayface, Riddler, Two-Face. You got a bunch of different guys going on. I'm like, that could be fun, but I- I've seen that already in the Harley Quinn TV show at this point. I'm like, I-, I don't know. I need something new or more fun out of this. I know you want to make it the Pamiati Connor versus Harley. You need to have that feel. So you want to, you know, reuse some of the same jokes to get back to like, you know, if people have forgotten because of Sam Humphrey's awful run, we have to get back to this whole thing and make people remember what's going on. But for anybody who's been there, I was like, yeah, I've been here, done that, and everything you're throwing at me is like, I, I've seen it already. Just give me the birds of prey. Do some more with that because you know what? You didn't do That's any of what that I in wanted. your run. Yeah, I wanted the Harley Quinn and birds of prey like it says there. He Joker's getting attacked by a spork. Eric, I was hoping it was the spoon and that would tie into the Suicide Squad, but it didn't. But yeah, uh, what, would you, what would you give this? I would end up giving it – I'm telling you, the art looks great. And the thing is yep. there could be something to this going forward, especially if you are a fan of the Pamiani Connorverse of Harley Quinn, which we, we have both been in the past. I just found, got, got burnt out of it over time because it was the same joke over and over again. But maybe you can get something out of this. But overall, I think I would give this a 6 out of 10. Maybe – you're going Six higher out of 10. I'm going to be nice with them. Nah, I'm going to go just because there could be something here. And I can understand if you are interested in this whole thing. Like if you have been a fan in the past and have been missing it, maybe this is for you. It's just I realize when I read this, I haven't been missing it like I thought I might have. That's a strike, Eric. I'm going to give it a five. I am a fan of uh, Pamiani and Connor. And when they ended up finishing their run, it wasn't exactly because it wasn't selling. It still was. They did come out and say we're burned out. They were doing yeah. a lot of issues. At one point, we talk about all the time. Twice weekly. Yes, it was one of the only new 52 books that was double shipping. That's how Two, good it was I, going. I forget. Yeah, but it was shipping twice a month. <laughs> Words are hard sometimes. And so you ended up, they did tons of issues on it, and they just were burned out they wanted to get away from it take a little break and i think they still are like scotty liddell i think they still are i I just to come back with this you think oh well what's the story and i think that it's just well you have to throw the birds of prey in here because of both the cartoon with the villains but the the birds of prey for the movie and yeah let's see and it just it didn't seem like it was a story they needed to tell it was a story they might have been asked to tell and because of that it's just not that 
you know, gripping to me. It's boring. Black label cash grab. Yeah, that's what it seems. And to have two Harley Quinn birds of prey, even just two birds of prey book, it's just odd. Uh, but we're going to move on to the next book, which is your book, Eric. Which one is that? Why, Jim, that's Just League Dark number 23, written by Ram V and James Tynan IV with art by Kyle Hotz, June Chung, and Rob Lee. It's the end of the world of parliaments, and while I think that this should have been one of the biggest stories to come out of DC Comics in the longest time, now that we get to the finale, it's pretty obvious that there was no real end game here beyond bringing Swamp Thing back, and for some reason, taking Animal Man's powers away. But beyond that, the story just ends, and I'd like to say in a whimper, but no! It just ends, and I'm not sure how or why, but things are fine again, and it's back to the upside-down man for us. And boom goes the dynamite. Another timely sound point. <laughs> and yeah, uh, I, I have the problem with this book. I, I've talked about it a lot. Uh, you know, the progression is very, very slow. It's characters that I am not, you know, gaga over. Um, but I do like the gaga. whole deal. <laughs> Lady gaga. I do like the idea of Swamp Thing. We've been talking about this whole deal of the parliaments and the, the fight for the green and well, all these things. What does the parliament of flowers mean? What are we going to have going know. forward? All these different things. And you know what? All the questions you may have asked for being somebody who was interested, anticipating in what this book was going to bring you – it's over. It, you yeah. get nothing. It's what you get. You get Swamp Thing back, Parliament of Flowers, Floronic Man, nothing. You're, you're done. Let's move on already. You are. And I, I actually I actually said bye-bye. I actually said that I thought this was how it was going to end up being, and it took us a long time to get there. And we, Even we the said, twist. Oh, Anton Arcane, he was being puppeted by the Upside Down Man. I'm like, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I, I don't either. And you start – at one point, you th- – it seems bigger. You have Khalid where they have to let go of the, of their avatar type deal. And I'm like, oh my, this is huge. But then it kind of reverts by the well, end anyway. And it's a Just trick this whole a- thing of the idea, like, okay, Anton Arcane, because that's the last place we left this whole thing. We were in the realm of the rot. We just brought Abby Arcane back. She is going to fight for supremacy over who is the avatar of the rot now that Anton's back. Yeah. And we, you know, take him out to the point where he has to go in full retreat. So like, oh, what are we going to do now? Well, Khalid, he's got the freaking parliament of life going on. All the parliaments are getting together. They're making that big pact to put the world back in order again. I'm like, okay, like who do we have in the long run that's going to be? Because we're introduced to all these new just giant human freaking parliaments last issue, which is very underwhelming. But we have this whole expansive universe of the parliaments of life that are going to come together in this big deal. All right. How are we going to do this? Well, all of the guardians out there, the avatars, they're going to have to give up their powers first. Why? Yeah, why? <laughs> and then they, they only uh, and then, start. <laughs> and then, all right, Floronic Man, you're up. Give away your powers. Okay. All right. Animal Man, you're up next. Give away your powers. Everybody else. I'm like, oh, no, it's a double cross. It doesn't work anymore. And we still get to the same conclusion. It doesn't matter because if, nobody if else I'm, gave up their powers. If I'm Buddy, I am so pissed. Now it, it kind of reverts <laughs> back or whatever. But still, I, I, it kind of says, well, they're all back. It's, I'd be so pissed. I'd be so angry, though, even though his daughter is really the true yeah, avatar. Yeah. But still, I, like I actually. It's a 10-year-old concept I actually, nobody's th- playing I know. With. I actually thought that we were going to get that. But I'm like. Why Why couldn't you just the, – the double cross here is just John, to get Floronic Man out of this. And in my mind, what we're getting here – and it's a funny deal in my mind. The idea that we're getting a reset 
before the end, but I do think the end is coming soon for this book. And so they're retro, you know, starting to think ahead and getting uh, bring that swamp thing back. I just don't know why. Because the thing is, like you said, you think that everything's reset. I don't get the same idea. So in my mind, they just ruined Animal Man for no I do, reason. I here just thought on. at the end they mentioned something about Buddy, and then you see him there. And also the idea when you have a Floronic man and he gets his powers taken away, the he, he, he he's an ugly white guy, right? He's there. You, Buddy he's gets what his we call a Jim Warner in Quaker Town. It really, kind of looks like it. Buddy ends up getting his powers taken away, and I'm like. Well, he still looks good in that suit. I mean, I guess he can't tap into the flatworms anymore. Like, everything uh, we do? do with Animal Man here, I'm telling you, it was such an awesome concept to bring him into this book, especially for what they were doing. I'm like, what are you going to do with him, Ramvi and James Tynan? You're going to use his powers in a way that don't make sense to me, and then you're going to take away his powers at the end. I'm like... I, I don't think he utilized the character properly. No, I don't think either. It, it seems to be odd. But yeah, this is a double cross and it plays well with the whole deal right. with a Constantine. That works. Oh yeah, Constantine doing this whole thing where he pretty much knows like he's pretty much on here on a probationary measure to be a part of the JLD, but he is still John Constantine. He has a plan that he knows nobody else will go with. So the only person he tells is the crucial p- person. With, I think uh, Buddy would have went with it. I think Buddy would have went with it. Just let him know. It's just, it just the idea that all right, I got a plan going. I'm not going to tell the rest of the JLD. And then after it's all said and done, I'm not going back to the JLD because they're going to have a talking with me. <laughs> oh, I mean, he does not want to go back. And again, this is where I think, okay, we're kind of winding down. We're getting Constantine. Maybe he'll still do something, but it seems like he's kind of out now. Like, hey, yeah, you have Zatanna. She's going to, you know, taken over a bit in the whole dream deal. And that would we'll go with, with that. She got upset with the rot. And then, yeah. you know, Abigail Arcane said, she's not with the rot anymore. Don't worry. I cleaned it up. She's going to be asleep for this thing because you might need her to do something big but you're not going to have her until she wakes up and says upside down man just 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 think of the floronic man though. think of him in these books he's in this book right we yep. thought this was pretty big one of his best issues was the ram v uh the annual oh yeah that, ram that, v, annual was, that great. was great probably my favorite yeah probably my favorite issue of all this series so that was great well, it's just but, starting out with this whole thing we have a new parliament which i thought it was exciting we have an annual where jason woodju comes in and takes on the powers of the new avatar of the new parliament i'm like oh my god this could only get bigger from here <laughs> What yeah. a fool I was. Yeah, you were. This is Who why knew? I think you were a fool the with best Flash, part too. We'll see how that's man. The best part of Floronic Man was in the Harley and Ivy book, I think, at this point. Well, this is the thing that I was going to say. Just think of that, too. Because that book was at a point he was the main villain. And then he got shoved <laughs> aside. Then everybody seems to shove him aside. He's, he's oh, just, Woodrow. He, Woodrow is a cool character. When's it going to be your time, Jason? Oh, it's not it his be time your now. Time? He's not down there. <laughs> he's not. He, he hits it's not his time. You end up with all these things going on. And I'm like, man, they're really screwing him in every book where he's like, this big bad man. He just isn't. Like, even when you have the idea before, you know, you have the screwdriver pulled over by John Constantine, when you have the ritual taking place, you got all the different parliaments together. And I say all, but I don't mean all. I just mean the ones you might recognize in this weird art style that's going on that I don't hate. But it is odd the way it's depicted here. But here it is. We have these bunch of things going on. And at the end, it doesn't matter because all it cares about is trees, plants. I mean, uh, trees rot and the animal kingdom. And that's all you know, black, green and red. The rest are just kind of pushed to the side. I'm like, what about their guardians? Who are those people going? Like, like what is going on with this story that you have should have been, like I said in my blurb, the biggest thing going on in DC Comics for what it means to the universe. 
sweep that under the rug. Don't look here anymore. This is sleight of hand right now. You don't want to look at this hand. This over here says we're moving on upside down time, baby. And I like it at the end where you just like, okay, I don't have to worry about that. We're finally getting that upside down, man. Now, do you think that which is the bigger screw job? Constantine or the Montreal screw job, Eric? We'll get to that obviously. wrestling talk again. Uh, Montreal screw job is so much worse. But well, yeah, it's his birthday two days ago. Up, oh my happy birthday, hit man. You end up with Mr. Man. You end up with you know constantine going and bringing uh, back swamping this is huge right, right, it right, just right, didn't right. feel big the, the hugeness of it i'll break the hugeness of it what it should be going down so we're in the middle of the ritual for some reason the avatar's got to give up their powers where they're going Philonic man he gives up his powers all right animal man you're up he gives his powers have your cane you're up all right i'm gonna kill the put a little bit of flowers oh no the rot is killing me it's killing me the rot is dead. I mean, the green is dead now. The freaking parliament of flowers is dead instantaneously right there. Constantine reaches into a muck, somehow pulls out one seeds, goes to Huma, Huma Louisiana. He plants the seed off panel, it seems like, because I can't even see where the hell he did it. And all of a sudden, the, not only is Swamp Thing back, but the parliament of trees are back. I'm like, how did that happen from a bunch of flower goop? I don't know. I just thought when Constantine's going looking for that seed, it looked like when I swallowed my false tooth Aww. and I ended up having to go through my shit. It was the worst. <laughs> they were they were worried. I told you that thing had hooks on it and it, they thought it was going to get caught somewhere. It did not. I don't know how it got out of me, though, but it did. And I ended up getting it. And just then a I was giant asshole. I'm telling you, I was like Bill Murray. I grabbed it, looked at it, put it up in the air and then put it in my mouth. Everybody passed out. I said, hey, it's a baby roof, right? Hey, hey. hey. Now, I ended up boiling that shit for a while, and I still ended up having a Not kind, long of, a, enough in my kind mind. of a shitty taste to it, but I had <laughs> to. But yeah, and uh, again, it was when I ended up choking on mashed potatoes. I don't know what's going on. I, 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 I'm not good at this game called life. It's what I'm not good at. I, I really am not. Uh, but yeah, you end up with... You know, the the key of Houdini, it opens up a tree, you end up with this whole deal. And I like well, the, that. The, the key of Houdini, I think, plays well, but I originally thought going into this that we actually went back to the realm of the rot where we were before using the Houdini key last time. But going – because for some reason when I first read it, I didn't see the caption for, you know, Louisiana going back to where Swamp Thing started off and this whole thing. But even having Anton Arcane back, Mike, this is a big thing. I don't think we've dealt with any of this since, you know, the the villains month back at, you know, Forever Evil back in 2013 and stuff like that. that that's huge in my mind. We're bringing Anton back. Oh, wait. Swamp Thing's back. He turned into a tree. Never mind. The th- thing is once once you go to louisiana i mean you're either going to oh, be eat, you're either going to be eating popeye's chicken or you're going to be getting swap thing those are the two things that are going down ethan told me the other day you know what i miss i miss when we would go on the chorus trips to tennessee because i used to eat popeye's there i'm like you could did you punch him you idiot but when you go i did like the progression there, I thought that there was some humor to this one. Constantine's like, hey, I just came back to see my buddy. And Anton's like, oh, man, I didn't really think we were friends. Shut up, I wasn't Anton. talking to you. And I will also say, it's a different style of art here, but I like it. I like it, it for I the most it. part, except for how the parliaments are depicted. I know that. Point. I didn't like that, but I did like it's more of that horror feel, especially it's with the Swamp slash Thing. It's a horror cartoony feel, especially yeah. when you get like Swamp Thing and Dr. Fate. I think I actually do think they look great, and then there's a weird like contrast the idea of horror, horror cartoony but i'm like 
this actually works for the JLD book for the most part. I love part. the it's shadowing, just, though. And I, I yeah. think that even Constantine himself, though, looks like he was, you know, listening to a tape on Memorex. I mean, he was in a wind tunnel at points like this. And when he's doing that, though, it, it, it even looks a little <laughs> that's a like. Timely yeah, thing to I'm talking telling about. you, that's what we're Holy talking about. You know, we're, we're just going with timely and things. And boom goes the dynamite. And so you have it, but I think it even had, it even had like a Kelly Jones feel at some points, which I'm not always a huge know, fan. Who knows that Jim's talking yeah, about right really? Uh, but I did like it, though. I did like that. I didn't like this whole issue. I was bored. When we had Swamp Thing come back, huge deal, especially for all the Swamp Thing fans and just for fans of this book in general. And when we do have him back, it's a, it goes back to the idea. It's like he was resurrected. He is a plant thing that has the memories of, you know, Alec Holland, and he knows this. And the idea, though, he is not quite who he was as Swamp Thing, though, because he looks at John Constantine but doesn't realize that, oh, yeah, I don't like you because John Constantine, he knows their history. Obviously, he knows this whole thing. It's like, all right, big Swampy, why don't you go over to that Hall of Justice? And like, you know, but it's good to have you back. The Swamp Thing is like a naive child trying to get back on the learning curve at this point. I'm like, all right, that's interesting. It's just it sucks that in order to do this, you had to screw over this entire War of the Parliaments, the one thing that I was looking forward to from the JLD book. And this is where it's with the balance restored and Guardians returned, old friends rejoice. Buddy, Buddy looks happy. He he looks happy. They did and- say Guardians Return. For some reason, that did not mean what they said to when I first read it. So for some reason, every time, like, just even the idea of calling them Guardians, like, well, we're having the avatars. But well, anyway. I know. And that's where it does even get cartoony there. But that's the other thing that's funny is because if you're not going, you know, tit for tat here in a non-sexy way with Swamp Thing replacing Woodrow, the parliaments and all that going, I, I was just like, okay, but Buddy does look happy. He's there like, in his tights. What was the point, though, for that big cliffhanger? I think it was two issues ago when Philonic Man was in the force field magical circle. When you had that black hand, I'm like, uh, you know, this is like, you know, he's working for this. or this, I'm going to do something for you. I forget how the thing went. But the whole idea was, oh, my God, there's a twist. I'm like, at the end. Oh, it's upside down, man. Yeah. He did it. Yeah. Well, well listen, listen to me. me. I have been saying it all along, and I think that some people will finally come and, and realize what I was trying to say way, way back, even though it was mainly because I was looking for this book to grab me, and it wasn't. But all I keep saying and all I keep reading and all I keep thinking about this book is the idea that it always wants to be bigger than what we're getting. And it's it, people seem to be like, oh, man, that was a huge issue. That Yeah, you get Swamp Thing back, but other yeah. than that, you're not getting answers to long-running questions and then at the end it almost feels like swamp thing spec you're like yeah yeah we, we were waiting for this i figured he would come back and so let's get going and it's always like you end up having that grasp for hey now we're going to get to the big things and thank then god when you buddy's get to so them, good this just yeah for some reason that was really sticking with me but i'm like that yeah for some reason though it makes me angrier thinking about it now because the whole thing is oh the parliament of life that's restored everybody the guardians are back i'm like you just needed to get rid of Woodrow in a That's freaking way I'm that saying. doesn't matter. That's why yeah. I said that that was a roundabout way to start resetting things. And it, that's how it feels because all this, bloody is, still good. all this issue was, was getting rid of Woodrow so that swamp thing can come back. That's all it was. A hundred percent. I'm telling you though, the whole idea where you could have a parliament of flowers and a parliament of trees, and now we're going to duke it out for supremacy. I'm like, that could have been a cooler story. And not only that, but bringing poison Ivy in for her connection to the parliament of flowers or whatever tree 
trees, whatever you want to deal with. Or where she's a combination of both. I'm like, there were so many cool things you could have played with that you just tossed aside now. And at one point, I think that you were on to something. I think that Poison Ivy was going to be involved in something bigger. And after the end of that Harley Poison Harley Ivy Poison deal, Ivy, yeah. they kind of pushed that aside as well. And that's when it seemed like the changes started in this too. It seemed like, like we were going to get when we that. talk about Red Hood, I'm going to bitch about the idea that the story has become something where I think that Raven should get involved. And what's Raven up to? We're not dealing with that, even though I think we should. But here it's like all this stuff going on with the parliaments. I'm like, why couldn't we have a quick shot of like, what, how's Poison Ivy feeling about this? Like when the parliament dies or something like that to use this, she gets shot. Because a lot of times when you have something big happen, like and there's a shockwave through the magical world or something like that. And you see all the characters that are like affected by it. I'm like, Poison Ivy should have had something well, and going you're saying on here, that it feels like. Poison Ivy... As we were getting towards the and even including maybe Heroes in Crisis, all that stuff, she was becoming more and more with the green. She was really going full out green. That's why they went heavy on that green skin. That she was like, you know, it was her Jekyll moment. I wanted to have the green team, Eric. I wanted that book back and we'd have it a little different way. Nobody knows that either. (laughs) I'm just going to try to confuse people, but I'd like that. Uh, They start a movement. But yeah, really, we wanted to have this War of the Green, though. That seems cool. And we ended up having a crazy rot story back in the new 52. To me, this would be almost like, yeah, yeah. This would be like the heads of that tails there. And it would have been cool. It would have been a really neat thing. Yeah. It's just a coin there. And we're getting the opposite side, but I would have liked the green. But at the end you end up just having Zatanna. She's in trouble. Oh my God. There I am. And there's the upside down man. With with his, you don't know which way is upside down talking backwards. He's crazy. He is crazy. He's talking the upside down talk. I'm like, how many more things can they do to piss me off? I'm sweatpants on, talking backwards, upside down. Who knows? I don't mind his sweatpants though. At this point, I'm he's ready for the gym. Why is it funny that I'm looking at him there? And number one, seeing that mouth now in that weird way of the face. Before you'd only just see that weird upside down face. Now that I see him kind of standing there. He's more of a hunchback. That's what ends up messing me up more. Hey, hunchback, what are you doing? You know, and he's there. Oh, yeah, he also has a awful mouth in the middle of his yeah. face. But hey, hunchback. I like those. I like that look with the sweats, though. I'm not a sweats guy. I, I really am not. I, I like sweat the too shorts. much. Yeah, I'm not putting do. on anything that says yeah, this is a shirt <laughs> that's going to make you sweat. This is a, a pants going to make you sweat. I'm like, sweatpants. I'm staying away from that. That's just you with a regular shirt and jeans. <laughs> that's me dressed to go to a wedding. Yeah, that's really you dressed to go anywhere. But with that, you end up with Satana waking up. Oh my God. I, I see the, the leaves. And, that's it. <laughs> and it's supposed to be continued. And hey, we'll see how Hi, it luck, goes. Luck. We should be moving on at this point where James Tynan's off the book. Ram V takes over completely. And I want to think to myself at this point, like, okay, though, we see what he actually has in store for us going forward solo wise. So maybe there's, you know, his hands were tied. James Tynan had an idea. Ram V, they were fighting. I don't know how these things work. I just know when collaborations happen, sometimes things don't pan out the way you want them to. Things are changed. Things are just not as big as you want them. Hopefully, I say hopefully, the big old hopefully, you know, I'm hopeful about my hopefully. Things can get better because it's a book that I do want to like. It's just that when now that this Parliament of Life thing is over and it was just kind of lackluster in my mind, I'm a bit disappointed in Ram V. He's not been selling me on his work lately and it's making me worried. Yeah, and, and at the end when you end up having the Upside Down Man talking, the trouble with drowning in dark, I think he's the kindred, Eric. I, I see the centipedes. He's the kindred from The Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, I just – I think that, again, a lot of these books, I think, are coming to a close. I think that we are going to have some change.
changes oh, no. after do death metal. And I think that we're going to end up having, right. yeah, some things like that. And so you got to wrap up some stories. I just hope that Ram V does get to tell his own story because even him going off to finally finishing up the upside down. Yeah. He might be able to fashion his own little deal of that, but it's not necessarily his story. Agreed. Right? It's more his story. It's almost like, Stop it. it's like Stop Jody, it it's like Jody Hauser on Supergirl. She came in, she wasn't ever able to tell her own story. And, and that's a shame when you get people on a book. And I think Ram V is a solid guy. I like his writing for the most part, but this, he hasn't really been able in my mind to give his stamp on it, except for that annual I thought, which was yeah, great. This really just, enjoyed. this just seems like, you know, and you still have story by Tom, you know, James Tyne and, and Ram V. So I yeah. think that's still, okay, let me see your notes. Okay. I'll do that. That's fine. It does need to, you know, be, you know, ending, but I just want to see something different. I, I'm bored. This is one story that's gone on for almost two years now and more because of the shutdown. And I'm just ready for something different here. Uh, what'd you get? I this? ended up giving this a 6.5 out of 10 because while I do have my problems with the storyline in my mind did not reach the pinnacles that it could have and just kind of, you know, ended at a whimper. There are big moments here, which fans can get rally behind with the idea of getting Swamp Thing back, putting the status quo back into the parliament of trees. There's things that, like I said, you can enjoy. I just think they're kind of, you know, premature for what we could have done. The art's fine. It's just I wanted more from everything by the end. But 6.5, I still think it's pretty good score for what we got here. You're the lowest there on the roundup. I'm looking I right know. now. You're I'll, way, I'll tell you, by you're a low, low I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm a 6.5 as well. I'm going ra- well. to rally around pocket full of shells, Eric, with that. So I'm at a 6.5 with you. And I'm just as low. <laughs> it's just, it's just, I see a bunch of 10s. And I, oh, yeah. I just, I, I don't get I'm it. I'm pretty sure the last I time I checked it was 10s, 9s, and 8s, and then my 6.5. Yeah, that's what it is. I, I just don't, I don't get it sometimes of, you know, what is a it's perfect comic book to like anymore. right now. Well, it's, it's one, it's, it's not. It, it, Hawkman is. It, with these, though, Hawkman the, and these, are, these are the things where you can, if you are, say, a, you know, a DC or a Marvel, any, any sort of comic deal, you can get these side books. Just make sure Dan DeDio doesn't write them because that screws it up. I'm telling you, if he wasn't writing Metal Men, if he had a, you know, a pseudonym, that book would be getting rave reviews as well. I think that Dan DeDio is the reason why. But you get like these side ones where people do think they have to, oh, I got to elevate this. And this book, though, I think. It's the fancy nature of it that ends up making you, well, uh, you know, this stuff it's is, magical. It, it's, it's like sometimes that we say when something's, you know, pretentious and, and it doesn't make any sense and they go, oh my, I got to go higher. This isn't quite at the point of not making sense like a Grant Morrison would do, but it's still one of those. It seems like you're supposed the to think is- it's good. I actually think I went a little bit high on when I actually did the written review on this because I was in a good mood. Maybe, I don't know. I was like, you know, thinking about what could come of this and thinking that we are getting back to the upside down, man. I can joke about that, but it will be good to get to a conclusion of that. But now thinking about it, talking to you, because I was going to go down initially because I still oh thought my mind, my positivity animal, man, ca- no, no, got you going? No, no, no. your positivity, oh. your, your ability to read and understand <laughs> what you read. <laughs> when I read it and said, hey, Animal Man's back to be an animal man. I'm telling you, that really was a big sticking point where I'm like, you ruined the character out of nowhere. Because for some reason, when I read that, it did not 
like you know i did not accept the idea that guardians are fine I'm like, wouldn't that right. be crazy if he ends up showing in the book to to talk to flatworms and then when he leaves he's no longer i'm telling you it oh bothered me so much and i'm like i really should go down on my score for the podcast but since he is okay 6.5 i just wish it would have been would have been easier for me to see what's going on for whatever reason if you go down on your score can i can i watch eric would i be allowed to watch that you no, you creeper. <laughs> i'm there in the closet all right but that is the end of the first section uh, i hope that everybody is enjoying the nonsense we're gonna go off now to some mail yo it's mail call Might just be Jim Warner. Fireworks tonight. It will be. We got the fireworks going. All right, there you go, Alex. Happy birthday, America! You're getting your wish. Happy birthday by blowing shit up. The guy is drunk. Don't they understand that we have a mail to do right now? I don't understand. Maybe they do, but that sounded more sexy than than it really is. I mean, really. Uh, yes. The worst part about all of this actually is that the the official large fireworks of our town have been canceled this year. So it's just just people taking it upon themselves. I'm like, whatever, man. Yeah. This is Firework Freddy (laughs) down down the thing. Hey, you want the cherry bombs? Yeah. Going off. I'm like, I do. Oh, man. I I thought you were talking the John Cougar Mellencamp song. That's what I thought you were talking about. I don't need that. Cherry bombs. That would even be better. Yeah. Okay. Maybe the and then he's like, "Hey, you want the pink houses?" I'm like, "Yeah." And then he shoots off some fucking bottle rocket. I'm like, "This shit ain't working." You want some lady fingers? The guy's a serial <laughs> killer. It's gross. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "No, nah, I don't like the lady fingers." It's like, "All right, you want the skin suit?" Nah, I don't want that either. There, was she a great big fat woman? Eric Shea. That's not appropriate. That's, That's what he very says. Nice. Oh, I thought you were talking to somebody in the room. And oh, so, yeah, <laughs> I didn't guess say anything. I, said. I didn't say anything. I didn't tell. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, tell. da- I'm down here in this damn basement. Well, like I like to say, yeah. the black mold Putting studios. Putting the lotion on down in the and hole. And usually when we start having some fun and we're talking, I like to look around. Now I look at a water <laughs> yeah. heater. I like to look around. I, I look what did you look at books. before? What I looked at before was my bed, thinking, I want to get this the hell done and go to bed. Now I sit there. Now I like, look around. Oh. I want to get the hell out of this basement. Like, there's the water heater. Goddamn right. Firework there, Freddy. There's, there's the heater over there. Firework Freddy. I mean, that guy is here to party. You know Firework Boom, Freddy. Boom, bitch. Firework Freddy has one of those. Like He probably has an American flag with the eagle there, one of those shirts with the sleeves cut off. So he looks but good the thing that's me. the best is each hand is missing at least two fingers. He's yelling. He doesn't know how to pick his nose now because he's missing those there and he just screams and yells while he's what would you think oh my goodness what would you think firework freddy would drink what would be his deal and that, now i think that's what, what's going is easy ian town i mean seriously Rest what is PCC. going on here all right p-e-z-e holy crap 
It's ridiculous. Are they shooting off the fireworks in your bathtub? Because that's what it sounds like. And really, tell them to stop. That's where we're making the moonshot. <laughs> they shouldn't be doing that, right? Oh, my goodness, Eric. Oh, my. Do you like street flavors of ramen or do you like the standard? What, what, is, like your standard. Ta- what is your take on that? Just give me beef and I'm good. You don't like, like the chipotle I don't even like chicken. Uh, yeah, you don't. You don't, I like beef, beef the most. I do like beef a lot for the whole uh, ramen. The, if you want to email us, you, all you have to do is email us at Weird Science DC Comics at gmail dot com. And why wouldn't you? It's I hope that I, 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 what, why would you say that, Eric? And I don't have that <laughs> ready. It's going everywhere. I do why. not have that ready. Ah, uh, yes. We end up where I hope that Dancing Mike does not take a cue from Ryan Clark and think that we're doing a nonsense intro to Nobody his knows who that because is. Dancing, Dancing Mike does. Dancing Mike does indeed. And Dancing Mike has emailed us and says, Hi, Jim. Greetings, Eric. And hello, mother. Sir, Mike. Hello, motherfucker. Not sure when this will be on the podcast, but just in case it now. makes this weekend, I want to wish a happy belated Independence Day to all the U.S. members of the Get Fresh Crew. <laughs> but not a happy belated birthday to Mr. Jim Warner? No. No, he, he never says that. That's not nice of him, is it? Uh, with a also with a hearty whoop whoop and whoop, whoop. a happy belated Canada Day to all of the Canadian Vian members of the Get Fresh Crew. Vian, <laughs> he's a Canadian Vian members. He's, he's uh, he means Brandon oh. is who he means, and Jay. I know we have actually a couple of the Canadian sure Vians. Do. I like them. I do, Eric. I like them indeed. Now I'm trying to find my place. I Somehow know. this I know thing just right got now. all wacky. Now, why does this never happen when it's just me doing the mail by what, myself? It, it, yeah, no, well, that too. Why doesn't this Here ever happen? All of a sudden, Fourth of July, fireworks go off. We should just do the mail together this time. Why not? And and here's the thing too is when we end up doing the whole fireworks in the goddamn town with all this going on, I do end up feeling like every today they're allowed, but other days though it always feels like you're you know trick or treating on November third yeah. and things like that because we have had fireworks every night now for weeks months it's ridiculous what ends up happening is you have a shutdown which makes people go insane for fireworks i I, what is going on i don't know eric anytime i hear a firework this is the thing anytime i hear any siren i think it's it's the police i think it's the 5-0 and it's usually you know the ambulance every time i hear fireworks i really do think it's people shooting each other and that we're having the okay corral quaker town that's what i think and really that wouldn't be far Fetch, but not really going to talk about the current DC comics because I'm so far behind. I'm sure I'll catch up on late 2019 and 2020 sometimes. You know what he sounds like, Eric? He sounds like a jabroni. Sure does. Right now, I'm much happier reading Batman, Green Lantern, and Captain Marvel comics from the 40s. Screech past my goddamn window. (laughs) That's a bat. You're right, father. I will become the fireworks. (laughs) And of course, I'm the rocket man. I'm the dynamite tour, as I am. And of course, that's the real Captain Marvel, not Carl Manvers. Carl Manvers. Manvers. So let's get to the real reason of this email and what everybody has been waiting to hear. I will become the bottle rocket. 
from the home office and lick skillet in no particular order the top 12 yes, alcoholic beverages. I am the Roman candle. <laughs> That'd be a pretty cool wrestling name. It really would be. I think Roman Reigns might get upset, yeah, but still. Roman candle would be cool. You come out and shoot shit out your ass. This is the wrestling I want. I tell He's He's going to talk about the top 12 alcoholic beverages in Dancing Mike's house. This guy is drunk. Number 12, the Souter Home Pink Moscato. I don't know that, that is. sounds fancy. This is Mrs. Way Dancing Mike's likes pink girly wine. Oh. She likes it. I'll just take her word for it. Ah, yes. And when everything's gone, he'll drink it as well. Yeah, but well, what he ends up doing is he's got a, that in one hand and the other. He's got one in the pink, one in the number eleven. Yingling fight, Eric, or flight, actually. Fight or I flight. Hear, it's all good. I hear it's the next generation of light beer. I'm thinking it says that on the label. I I do appreciate that you are muting out your, <laughs> but I hear the same fireworks. I'm only two. two. Plus away from you. Know, it makes sense. These things are in the sky. I end up hearing them as well. But now, you, you end diamonds. up when it's funny too because when you end up doing that, I do realize that they are more over in your area. What I can still hear them. Looking outside my damn window, they are. They're in your bathtub. I don't know why. And then you also have Lucy there in the sky there. Uh, number ten, White Claw I call Black Cherry Hard Seltzer. Yes. And I, I mentioned the White Claw, and I was Never told that I badmouthed it at one point, and Brandon really gave it to me. He really did. Well, that's Not because though, that's like drinking water to Buffalo people. It is. I, I think, you know, we add fluoride to our water. They <laughs> add White Claw. And, and you know what it is? <laughs> they add a To take they, some of the White Claw off the they amount do they got. Pass that. They, no, this is the thing. They put the White Claw for some – it sobers those assholes up there in Buffalo, those trunks. <laughs> that's what it is. Because because there ain't no laws when you're drinking clothes, they say, Eric. Do you, when you're eating fried shrimp, do, do you ever eat the tails when Why you're eating Why the hell would I do that? Shrimp? I saw it on YouTube today, Eric. Uh, can I tell you Don't a eat little the tails. Food, Can I tell you a little food science? Did you ever think to yourself, I need to do something to up the ante for Goomy Bears, Eric. The Goomy Bears. Did you ever? Because if, Muddy you bears? Fr- if you freeze them, they become a totally different snack. And you won't be, ever e- even know what I'm talking about unless you do it. And uh, mwah, they're great. Look, look, look. Now, the thing is, you don't want hard gummy bears. That's why you don't let them go stale. You're ruining yes. your gummy bears. How about this, though? Listen to me. They don't. Oh, they don't harden up that much. They don't actually get rock hard. They're just and they're different and they're refreshing. Like you're turning them into juju bees. They're I don't refreshing. Like that. Not even that hard. I'm telling you, Eric. Not even as hard as you know you. You end up with Vista Bay I'm Black hard Cherry right Hard Seltzer. And this fireworks is getting me going uh, because there are fewer laws, but still some when you're shopping at Aldi. Like you, no, I don't do that. I don't have a bonus card. For the longest time, they were cleaning the carts for us while you go, and you didn't have to put the quarter in and stuff like that. You get the cut. Now they're back to the quarter, and then I realized I didn't have a quarter. Uh, are you doing something now? Is I'm not that doing what is anything, that? I swear to God, I'm just looking Sounds out my like window. Somebody's like Jess is behind you with the freaking saran wrap. wrap or something. That's what it's uh, eight. Speaking of Aldi. Holland like 1839 <laughs> Lager is the Aldi equivalent of Heineken and the beer I'm currently drinking as I type this. That's cool. Our Aldi and our Maybe you this know, should deal. have made next week's show. 
This is one of the things, too, is we end up having beer more and more in different places. We have it in Giant now in Pennsylvania. Up until a while back, you could only get it at the beer distributor and then get the liquor at the state store. But they're starting to put it. We're going to a bar and get a six-pack, Jim. Well, yeah, and that's the worst. You're really getting ripped off. I'm not a man who – what am I? uh, In my rickshaw drinking Miller Lite? I mean, seriously. Well, sometimes Uh, the state store is closed and you want to get a beer at 1 o'clock in the morning. But – Aldi has not gone with that. You don't have these beers. And Tanya is very upset about it. Because of that, I'm very happy. That's what I try to do. And here comes Tanya right now, I think, to probably tell me that Mia is having problems. Number seven is Miller Lite, which you know I always have on hand. It's the original light beer, a fine Pilsner beer. And I hear it's not great tasting and is less filling. It's amazing. It's my go-to beer. Tanya, what would you do if they started selling wine and hard ales and things at the Aldi? The old hard ales. <laughs> the hard what ales. What would you do? She's just standing here. She's not going to say anything. I'm looking for the cat. She's I'm looking for the cat. I'm looking for a direction the show is going. Nah, there's no direction of that. And the cat is not down here. Uh, yes. Number six, Eric. White zombie. <laughs> is the cat outside my window shooting <laughs> shit off? <laughs> I think it is. Number six, white zombie, white ale. That's more human that, than that, human. That is. That, I have to get my Dragula for that. Start dancing sexy. From North Carolina's Catawaba Valley Brewing Company. For when you're feeling more Hugh Grant than Lou Grant. Uh, but what about, uh, I don't know, uh, Ron Gant? How about that? Yes, Ron that's Gant. how I sing along. Yeah, he was a baseball player. Oh, yes, that's how I sing along. Sense, Pete from NYC just laughed out loud. I'm telling <laughs> you, he loved that. Yeah, that's how I sing along to that song now. And yes, we bought another six pack earlier today. Number five, Yeehaw Kolsch from Johnson City, Tennessee's own Yeehaw Brewing LLC. Oh, yeehaw. Yeah, you know, this is a longtime favorite of both Mrs. Dancing Mike and Even my with her fancy self. wine. Yeah, that's when she's not got one in the pink. Four, Mountain Light from East Tennessee's own Smoky Mountain Brewery. They are currently offering pickup order. Are you popping corn? I'm saying, are you going to share the popcorn with me? Absolutely not. That's never going to happen. The worst is, I'll probably be able to get that out of this, but now I'm talking. I swear to God, it sounds like you are popping corn right there. And it sounds like Jiffy Pop, Eric, is what it does. Do they still make that? Yeah, they do. I was talking about that two nights ago. I don't know. I love it. Burns. So I'm telling you, it I always like it's, like a, it's like a thing that's going to burn your house down if you don't watch it. A, a lot of people like to use that on like the fire out back. Like, okay, ass- makes sense. assholes are making the s'mores. The the real people are making the, the, <laughs> the real pop. culinary outdoor yeah, classics yeah. are making the jiffy pop. Yeah, no. And when you're in Flavor Town, you make the jiffy pop. Number four, Mountain Light from East Tennessee's own Smoky Brewery. Uh, they are currently offering pickup orders of a Pop gallon freight box. So we nope. picked. Uh, no, nope. I'm premature so- <laughs> as usual. <laughs> as usual, we picked up a gallon because hashtag. Why Taste the craft. Hashtag drink local. Hashtag drink something good. Hashtag pop, 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 pop. Uh, Either you are popping corn or Migos is recording their next hit in the back there. Number three, a beat of purple haze. Excuse me while I kiss this guy. A lovely raspberry lager from Louisiana's Abita Brewing Company. We have bottles in the refrigerator and a six-pack of cans in the kitchen closet while we try to make more room in the fridge, which means drinking more beer somehow I think we'll manage. Maybe. I think they will. That's a problem. The guy is drunk. Uh, yeah. I still have the problem that we got Actually, that Actually, I don't fridge. know why I'm whispering. I think we need an intervention. 
Yeah, we might. Uh, what, with the guys shooting the fireworks? I agree. Number two, currently, I'm telling you, the big boom, big bang boom. You, you like that album from the, the, the whole hole and oats? When, when this was going on, though, the big boom, I don't mind that as much as that stupid crap. What the hell is that? Lady fingers, I imagine. Mm, probably. I don't like those. I, I imagine somebody's in the hallway with those, like, pop it cap things. I still love those as a kid. I did magic to me. I did. I used to walk around and I used to think that I was magic. Me too. That somehow I was magic. I'm a sorcerer. And then I grew up to be a priest witch. You know what? At one point, now just do this as I'm saying this. Look at something and start putting one eye closed, left eye closed, right eye. You know, go back and forth with opening and closing. I used to pretend that that was me moving shit with my mind. (laughs) <laughs> it used to make me giggle. And then you had your first uh, kid or second kid, and you stopped thinking about that. No, no, this was last week. Okay. <laughs> I'm moving shit. Number two. Currently waiting on the shaker. clock. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> the like the, is that the rump shaker? Number two. Currently waiting in the closet with the purple haze cans in Sierra Nevada. Summer fest lager. I wish I was waiting in the closet, just waiting for a spot to open up in the fridge. That is true. Also in number one, also in abeyance for now, because I'm kind of scared of it, is D9 Brewing Company's Liquid Metal. my battleship. Holy Goat My Bach with Raisins. How'd you get that and why? I don't know. I think the best explanation. be a bad gift that somebody gave you. That's why you're afraid to go after it. I think the best explanation comes from the D9 website. Metal AF, Holy Goat, is harder, faster, and louder than a traditional Bach. Bachs are really dark. They are really strong. Uh, almost like it becomes I just like they did more, classical music. No, no. It, it actually starts to taste a little like like a whiskey sometimes if i'm not mistaken born from i i only know because i ended up getting jay my friend uh triple bach for his birthday for it and it was i don't get fancy with all this stuff i know i like miller light so i order miller likes i don't like to be disappointed he had told me because I think I told you this at one point, if you remember, this was a case of beer that ended up being like one hundred and thirty dollars. Oh, yeah. You and he said this. to me that he always wanted it. Oh, man, I'd love to have that. And I'd have it for years and we'd break it open for special deal. So I ended up getting it for his birthday. And then that asshole ended up selling it on eBay like a week later. I'm a jerk. And we work together and he gives me a box to actually for me to get together in UPS. I'm like, hey, the thing's clinking and clanking in here and then i look i'm like you jerk born from the german style hell's lager this beer can be scaled up to punch you in the face with sweet raisins malt and born shredding guitar straight out of hell by yeah. the devil himself yeah, by a rhyming etchigan who's gonna come and rhyme and steal and get you in your ass so get your leather up and in your strap ass. in buttercup this is gonna be a wild ride D, i wonder if dancing mike is interested where they have that i think it is like a whiskey that they end up where it brews it brews and then they end up getting a certain metallica song or album and use the (laughs) the speakers on the cast take that whiskey that's what actually circulates it the bass booming in there you got the jason newstead going on there and hey this is the ride the lightning and stuff like that which wouldn't be jason we'll go with that that would be cliff burton but just the idea i wonder if you had uh dancing mike ever Look into that. I'd like to see if he would. So get your leather and strap in there, buddy. Yeah, it is in Pike, Kansas, and it's 8% ABV. You're damn right it is. (laughs) Oh, man. Eight, nine, ten, whatever it takes, Eric. So I'm going to have to block out some time with no plans. I think he's going to have to block out, like, 
times where he's just going to blast out. Is what he's positive. Do. <laughs> yeah, you were. I was as well. To uh, drive anywhere. That sounds a lot like we both have genital warts right now, and that might be the case. It looks I like told it you. Too. When I ended up going, well, you know, little speed bumps. I ended up when I went to West Virginia. That was the big thing that was going on, and they warned us about it, and I was so scared. <laughs> so scared. I yeah, like, I had sex know. to this day because yeah, of that. Never like when did. I watched the movie Teeth. Never again. Right. Like a virgin. So get your leather in there. I keep going back to that. He says uh, there's no plans to drive anyone for a while uh, before trying. So you can't drive after you drink you can't this drive beer from hell. No, you can't. <laughs> Rafe is now learning to drive. And he goes out. Tanya takes him out. And they drive for like three hours. I said, is he learning to drive or does he have an Uber job? I don't understand <laughs> what's going on. because, And he's like, well, he's just I'm, every day we're filling up that damn car just for this <laughs> driving around. I don't get it. Uh, she said that. Here, here, you give me the assessment now of how this is how his driving is explained to me he won't let me go because i think that i would end up getting mad but he ends up saying or tanya told me of his driving he drives really well it's just sometimes he drives on the wrong side of the road that's not really well and i'm like that's not great (laughs) who is he matthew broderick he's gonna kill somebody sometimes he rides up on people's ass or something like that or sometimes exactly but when you end up on the other side of the road you are done to begin with yeah. This is he, the he, basics that you – everybody he, like wrong turn would know what side of the road you – actually, I don't even know if you would do that. No, he would not. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> he would not bottle rocket. So there you go. Just some nonsense for this holiday bottle weekend. Bottle rocket. So until next time, Pocket support rocket. Eric's toy habit and cigarette fund and whatever vagrants Tanya currently has living in Jim's house Just by kids. signing up at patreon.com slash weird science. Ethan got a job at Rite Aid. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Yeah, he's all excited about that. Maybe Did they maybe get rid of the security bills. System or something? Probably. That's what he'll be looking into. I told him. I said, you better watch out. Watch out because those guys. There's somebody who would press charges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch out because those guys from the Pop Culture Podcast might actually have a Pop Culture Podcast. (laughs) Keep it weird. I said we're waiting for some pop culture news just besides, hey, that's not happening now. So, movies getting pushed back another month. Yeah, there you go. I told you that we might end up having if Halloween you know, kills maybe comes out in November nonsense. instead of October, I'll be pissed. Yeah, that would be weird. That would be like trick or treating because in everything right now in August is getting pushed to September, which would mean you know September is going to get pushed to October, and if everything in October is going to get then October to November, exactly. November to yes. December, December to January, then January to, keep going with this. to June, <laughs> then June to two thousand and eighty. See you in Seven Bridges Road. Do you like that song by the Eagles? No. A lot of harmonies in that song. You want to mean you do harmony set? It goes, there is, come on, join in with me (laughs) in the southern sky. That's a good song. It's a lot of harmonies in that. Uh, One of the best versions is a live version. There's too many fireworks in that song. You can't say a lot of times that a best version of a song is a live version. And that's one that you can. Eric, that is one that you can, but that's it. That's I want the mail. you to want me. That is the best. Uh, the, the original regular studio version of that song is garbage. That that's is why so, you'll always hear you the live there, version. Like, I mean, it's like, I want you to want me. <laughs> like I'm mumbling through it. And I'm like, come on. Come on now. <laughs> Bunny Carlos, put some oomph into those drums. But we're going to end it with that. If you want to email us in. And, you know, I don't know why you nonsense. want to anymore. I don't know why they would either. But you can email us at weirdsciencedcomics at gmail. 
Com. Thank you. Away we go, Eric. That's Hello. it. That's the mail. Boom goes right, the dynamite. It. That is going Hello, on. Everybody. Oh my goodness, there. Yeah. And we're going to go Josh. back and finish out the podcast with a couple of wonderful books. Welcome to Sexy Time with Coffee Hunter. Today, you'll be listening to a scene from Red Hood and the Outlaws, number seven. From 2011, Jason Todd, the Red Hood, is on Earth but traveling a spaceship with Roy Harper and Starfire, while Roy pilots a ship to their destination. A shadowy form appears before Jason. Jason recounts his history with this figure. Her name is Essence. We met when we were both students of Dukra. The last time I saw her was a week ago, when a request for my help walked me smack into an ambush by the reanimated corpses of the outcast. We were much more than study buddies. She was the first time I felt alive, felt anything real in a very long time. I'm sorry for not killing you a long time ago when you first betrayed the outcast, but you made me believe you are innocent. I trusted you. And every last one of them died because of it. Well, he stares into the mirror, moosing up his hair. He's kisses to himself, and he really thinks that tear is tear. Well, that's just every shade. Looking for a star screen, or maybe a hot cap. Spends all his money buying all that crap. And boom goes the dynamite. Well, that's just Eric Shea. That is Eric Shea. Maybe Eric, I should well. get some moose. I'm having a lot of trouble trying to find a pomade that I like well, recently. Uh, that's all I say. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, maybe you need a pomade, do you? I do. No, oh, I, don't, I need one that I like. So I've been getting pomades for a while. It's just they're not doing the job anymore not for doing me, Jim. It. It's, it's With my mullet-esque hair, thanks to the pandemic. We also end up having, you know, a bit of, you know, humidity going on right now. Maybe you just have Boy, to wait it ever. out. You know, you have to wait it out down here in the basement. I mean, <laughs> oh my, it's, it's a uh, musty down here. It is. Uh, I, I do have to tell you the other day we were doing our do or die, $25 do or die pull list on the what Patreon a show it was. deal. And I ended up spilling my coffee on Everywhere. my keyboard. I think like it, twice. Yeah, it, it ended up fritzing out last night. I ended up it's not having time. a keyboard. I was like, what the heck is going on? I ended up having to grab sacks at 2 a.m. That's why we can't up. have nice things. And I had to finish up the spotlight. I couldn't even, I didn't realize. I'm like, well, I don't really need the keyboard. When, now all of a sudden I have to name a file. I have to, <laughs> you know, type out you stuff know, for it. Everything's you've been doing for years that you don't and, ever yeah. think about. No, and if people would have realized right away, if they were looking at 2 a.m., I ended up putting the spotlight that should have been episode 297. Somehow I'm doing this. I'm all flushed. 197. I ended up having to go back and change it. It was just it was bad. It was bad. It was because of the stupid keyboard. I was more concerned if it was actually going to print the letters that I'm hitting. Uh, do you understand the words coming out of my mouth, Eric? You end up here, Sometimes. though. We have... We have two books now. I almost just spilled my coffee. All this what? talk. What is and wrong I with you? It, I have it in the, these new plastic cups we got Did your today. parents have any kids that lived? 
No. And on the no, unfortunately, <laughs> they did. I ended up. Uh, I have my my Yeti mug that can't really spill. No. That's all, that's, that's what on Yeti the sound floor. Like, right? It sounds like Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah. That's it sounds like. Come on now, Chewbacca, get with the hyperdrives. <laughs> A classic scene. Classic scene ah, from Star Wars. Wars. Ah, what the hell are you talking about, Chewbacca? Just do your job, you They don't jerk. make him like this anymore. What are you talking <laughs> I've got to go out and find Luke. He went out again. You know how he is. He never, never checking in. I'll be back later. I love the idea of like, hey, I'll see if, you in hell. I love the idea with, the, with Luke. Hey, if he's out there, he's going to freeze to death and all this. And then, you know, you just have Han. He goes, he puts Luke into the Tauntaun. But what the hell is he doing? I don't know how he's doing. shelter. I think he was a ghost is what happened. Yeah, I that was, was Obi-Wan, remember? dead people. That was. That's when he's, you know, talking his nonsense to Dagobah. I like to but imagine yeah. that ghosts in the Star Wars universe are the actual depictions of how ghosts would be in real life. So everybody's always talking about, did you or did not see a lot of ghosts? You would always know because they're like bright as the goddamn sun oh, neon. And just showing up at the craziest times, too, as you're dying. It's like, really? This is when I need a ghost? I'm dying, Obi-Wan. Get there soon enough. Calm down. Yeah. Are you telling me to get there on angel's wings? Because I am near dead. Use your ghost ass and go get Princess Leia. Please. Give him the coordinates. She's force sensitive, right? Do something here. Don't just tell me where to go. You wait till next movie, Luke. He's like, go to take that. Yeah, you go to hell, old man. You jerk. Ben. I barely knew you. Yeah, get out of here, you asshole. Is what Star Wars, happening. everybody. <laughs> One of my favorite things ever. Oh, my. I, I, really, I'm dying here. I, that's all. I'm eating a, a nonstop snow cone. Yeah. I end up where, when you see that, I, I do love and I do fancy seeing Chewbacca with, with, with the, the ice the in snow his beard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love it. And I love when he has it real slick back when I'm like, Chewbacca, don't don't you shoot that. Ah, oh, Chewbacca, they know where we are now. We got to get the hell out. Thanks a lot, Chewbacca. You Ch- Chewbacca, just for the future, just in case you come across some hanging meat in the woods, don't go for that either. See, he's always messing up. We, we, this nobody is why realizes he's an servant to Han Solo. Yeah, really? You know how many life debts that he owes him? I, I actually just thought because he needed to get money for the shampoo. I mean, really, he has shampoo, that guy. He's a walking carpet. He is. Ah, uh, yes, Eric. Here we are. This is Star why we, we like talking this stuff because I am not so happy to be talking about these books that we have next. Uh, we said that the first section of books was the best one. Oh, yeah. And you heard that, right? I mean, that was the really, gold standard right there. That was the gold standard, Eric. Oh, my. What are we starting with? We are starting with Red Hood Outlaw number 46, written by Scotty Liddell with art by Paola Pentalina, Travis Mercer, John Livesay, Arif Prianto, and Troy Pateri. Well, we haven't really gotten a full understanding on why or how the Untitled are back, or how they've changed their usual nature, or what the Dark Obelisks actually are, or how Essence possessed Isabel when she was stuck in the Blood Blade. What I'm saying is there's a lot of yeah. shit being thrown at the wall, and none of it is sticking the way I think Scotty Liddell wants it to. And all we're really left with at the end of this book that doesn't capture the same feels that it once did and has now turned the story from the Untitled to Trigon, which, while is interesting, feels kind of desperate this late in the game. Yeah, it's it's interesting enough. Also, it's kind of funny. It's like, 
Yeah, I think that Ma Gun and the <laughs> Monsieur Malo. You know, that stuff, Generation Outlaw, they're still out there doing stuff yeah. with the brain and Malo. And we pup, do pup. have not It's funny, too, because Scott Liddell announced that he's off the book at 50. We have I think all, he's been off the book for a while. I don't know. He's been, he should have been off the clock. When we end up going with all this, we said that we thought that the. The thing was going to end at 50, yeah. and it still may. Yeah. I, I said you to you, I'm this, saying, just because he announces that does not mean he's going to come out and announce that the book is over, because for some reason that means everybody just falls off and the sales plummet. Yeah, and you know, how low can you go? I mean, the sales on this are already pretty bad, so you want to have people stay on with it, but it's been a mess. I mean, with the whole year of the villain, Generation Outlaw, the the outlaws being separated even as far back. It's been so it, it, long yeah, since this book has felt good. It's not good anymore. It, it hasn't and been. Even and even after this initial point where it is the breaking point in my mind of the book, you want to give it the benefit of the doubt to find out like, you know, it's new direction. It's next you know, footing to find where it needs to go. And it just never got there. And it's almost like we talked about before the idea where I kept buying World's Finest because I know at some point it has to get good it never did and just like when the outlaws were separated bizarro and artemis and jason todd was forced to move on it never got good again in my mind even though being a fan of the series and reading each and every issue i kept expecting or waiting for that to happen well it's weird because it seemed to become a scott liddell vanity project even it started being okay well i'm gonna have generation outlaw that's gonna harken back to my x-men days and then i'm also just gonna throw everything from the new 52 on into this but the the big thing i have a problem with my main problem is and it's it's a goofy one but i think you've even mentioned it before what bizarro do we have here because bizarro was smarty pants bizarro than he was and they go off to you know another dimension and come back and this is a weird like combo it's like a weird combo of everything and i i just don't get it and just well he doesn't feel right anymore artemis doesn't feel right anymore and even the interactions while sometimes i do like it with jason todd they aren't the same feelings no, that we once had while not. they were all interacting with one well, another. Well, you ended up having the idea of, you know, almost Nobody's like... Nobody's talking about that little pup-pup no, doll being alive. No, either. and they never will, I think. But And I think he'll probably save the day. But with this whole deal, you ended up what? having <laughs> a weird relationship at one point that it almost was like the bickering parents with their, you know, weird son, Bizarro. And you don't have weird. that anymore. <laughs> you don't have that anymore. Simple, we'll say. He's like Simple Jack. Uh, but huh. yeah, and so with this though, this th- book makes my eyes rain. I'm out of my mind. Movies. You end up where the dynamic is gone. That was the you know the allure of the book. That yeah. the Dexter Soy art that's gone as well. So when you have this, it's just you, you end up getting just caught in an avalanche of just stuff that well, really isn't stuff- interesting. Even the stuff that we focus on for this issue, because the whole drive of our story here- You can't here, get enough of this some, stuff, Eric. I just wanted for, to mention For some it. reason, I agree. Enough is never <laughs> enough. It's not stuff. enough. But we're going off to Karak because the untitled there, and it was weird enough teaming in with General Glory because the government of the United States was you know, interested in what was going on with these dark obelisks. We found that last issue that the dark obelisks that the untitled are collecting- well, it opens up a the chamber of all, a doorway to anywhere you want to go in the entire universe. I'm like- all right, and now you're just adding on to the all-cast untitled lore that we've had so much of and that doesn't really feel right anymore since it was all kind of pushed aside where the all-cast were all gone, the untitled were all gone, but now they're all back again. And we have this whole idea where Essence, she's been coming out of nowhere. Like Even when we had Jason Todd running the Iceberg Casino when he took out the yeah. Penguin, she's after him because you have betrayed us, Jason Todd. Oh, wait. 
not only have you not betrayed us and I got stuck in my blood blade until somehow I sent that blood blade across the, the fucking country and somehow possessed your girlfriend so I could come back to life, but you are not the traitor. It turns out that the, the guardian of the chamber of all, he is actually the traitor, but in the same issue that we discovered this, because he says, nah, yeah. he's also not the traitor. Yeah. Yeah. There. We're cool. I was just waiting for somehow to have general glory mention that he has some sort of hole and then I'd giggle. That's all I I was going, but one of the things that you want to know where I really got annoyed in this, and it's such a simple oh, thing. That's surreal. It, it's such a simple, stupid thing here. It's when you end up having Bizarro, he's going to do the hero's choice. Hey, Jason, shoe. And it's spelt like a shoe that you put on your foot. And then Jason goes, no, no, no. That word is shoe. I'm like, well, what do you see in these word bubbles? You say them the same way. You Shush. jerk up. I'm like, well, what are you doing here? But yeah, with all this going on, even the idea, oh, they're taking over general glory because they needed the power. And then he's not. And then he's there. And all these things. And I think that a lot of people are going to be left behind or already were. And you have Jason with the, old, you know, he ends up stabbing. But hey, I, it only affects the mystical. I'm like, I don't know what's going on in this book. I mean, it makes sense for what these well, things are, but it's not interesting and it's not well, that's explaining the worst part enough. Is that I think Scotty Godell realized this. I don't know if this was the plan going in. I'd like to think it was, but the untitled or something that I never cared for and the yeah, all cast when it comes before. to Red Hood and the Outlaws. I've just never been a fan of that direction that we took with the book, but the untitled are back. Jason is that's pretty much the slayer of the untitled. He's got his freaking all cast blades. That he can, it kills the untitled dead. And he sees the one guy that can take care of this problem. But now the untitled for somehow feeding off of people and for not using their fear, but using hope they're collecting the dark obelisk. We have the chamber of all, like I said, a doorway to anywhere you want to go. And the thing is, this has not been interesting at all to me. Cause I don't like the untitled, but when we get to the point where the untitled have been swayed by a voice, the voice of Trigon to actually open up a doorway so Trigon can get out into the world. I'm like, well, you know what? That's something that I actually can get behind because this kind of makes this makes sense. But when we have Saru, the guardian of the chamber, Saru and Saru showed up. I just really like we're adding more. This is just too just much. It's like that's why I pretended to work on the yeah. winning side because I needed to get all of you guys here. You know, Essence, Jason, Todd, and all you guys because there's only one way we can stop the chamber of all. By destroying it. I'm like, all right, so we got to destroy this interdimensional gateway that was brought to life by these dark obelisks that we don't know anything about by the untitled that have changed their modus operandi and they are working for Trigun. And I'm just sitting, I'm like, What's Raven think about I don't all know this? She should understand that Papa's coming to town soon. Papa don't preach. You end up with the idea too. They're like, she's been losing sleep. Like, you know, like, Trigon, hey, that's that's more of a Titans thing. All right. Well, yeah, Saru shows up too, and you're like, oh man, Saru. Hey, what up, bitches? That's kind of how Saru shows Saru. up, right? I'm like, what is going on here? But yeah, you end up having Trigon. That is interesting. So I I sold all of you guys out because I knew it would get all you guys together to help me stop the Untitled. Thanks. Saru. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Saru. You you did a great job. Also, in this, you do have that continuing, you know, the mistress and Artemis. Oh, my God. The human form of mistress, because when we we have discovered that when Artemis and Bizarro were transferred to that other dimension, that was not another multiverse for some reason. It doesn't make any sense. It's a weird thing. It still bothers me sometimes, but... Her connection to her mythical axe weapon has its own soul and personality. That connection was broken and it hurt her physically, Artemis. But now it's back in her hour of need. Artemis's hour of need, it is back, but in a human form. Because while this set the mistress free, she realized 
I am nothing without you. And we had to have a little flashback to when the, the axe first came to Artemis. And it's not all that interesting because the weapon, the weapon chooses you. And it came in, in her hour of need. It ends up said. back at the beginning when you ended up seeing that where, oh, I like the looks of that. No, you can't touch that. You know, you kind of go back to that yeah. a little, but it's not enough. And it's not like. And just the human form of the, the mistress until, okay, now I'm an axe again. You may wield me. Boom. And then she All picks right. it up. She's a redhead again. And off we go. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> that's the whole it is. She's in disguise and croc yeah. to do this whole thing. But when she picks up her axe, which she now has a connection to, all of that die runs <laughs> you know out. She's back. To her clothes and hair, yeah. I'm like, all right. I that's love weird. the idea. It's like uh, I'm, I'm, I'm spend money and all that. I'm stuff. undercover here. I use the Clairol Black Number Thirty Two. I'm there. Black Number uh, One, I, like type of negative. Yeah, here I'm going through and like, oh, I have the X. Fuck this disguise, but boom, I'm Artemis again. Hey there, Artemis Grace is here, bitches. Ready to go, and yeah, it it is almost like a cheesecake type deal. Now let's go down to the anti chamber of the chamber of all, so we can put a stop to Trigon and his nonsense. And at least I can see that Jason he's going to put on his mask because we're in a shutdown right now, Eric. We don't need that, but he puts he puts on that mask because he's going to go, and that's where you end up where you have Bizarro Shoe. It's pronounced Shoe. But fine. What are you doing here? <laughs> How does that work? You'll know it. It bothered me so much. But even then, you are getting a Scott Liddell who I think a lot of these things in the story in general is a very 90s-esque. But all the character work and things like that with the art, it, it feels like a 90s It's in hit your or miss for me deal. because we have two artists on this thing with Paolo Pantolina and Travis yeah. Mercer jumping on They're for this issue. They're trying to get a like, look at a lot of oh, this. Oh, yeah, definitely. It, yeah. Paolo has been doing this yeah, from the get-go. Yes. So it all, it all like kind of like blends together pretty well. And the art, I'm telling you, it's hit or miss, but I don't hate it overall. The, the, the thing that really bothered me was the idea that the story has been stalling for a long time just to say guess what guys it's actually been bigger this whole time you just didn't know it and i'm like eh, it kind of feels like you're cheating now just saying trigon out of nowhere yes it's cool we have this whole doorway of you know fucking mystical bullshit bizarro he's gonna fight whatever comes out and you know while the, everybody else can get away and do stuff i'm like i like that but i'm like this sudden turn threw me for a loop because of how little we're dealing with the rest of the DC universe and how big this should be. Yeah. And I just think it's one of those where, well, you know, it's not selling well still. Uh, these things are, ah, uh, let's throw Trigon in. We have a couple issues. He's leaving in a couple issues now, you know. And so, you know, he's going to do this Trigon story. It seems to end and then maybe tie in all of the stuff he'll be able to put you know, a pin on all of his all cast and all saying just nonsense. You know, it's funny too, going through this whole book when they go into the, you know, the chamber of all for bizarre to take on this monster. When Jason puts on the mask, I swear to God, at first I thought he was just sitting there eating an apple. <laughs> I did too. Actually, when he did that, I did. I thought, man, he's pretty relaxed there eating that apple. So he's bad to the to core. I said, that's one of the miss aspects of the art I was talking yeah, about. I actually did that. I, it's so funny that you said that because <laughs> as I went on, I must've forgotten about that. But at one point I'm like, what's he? Where'd he get that apple? Where did he just get that some apple, apple cart there? He's gonna knock uh, over the apple. He's gotta cart. keep his calories yeah, up. He's I got stuff to so. do. Well, he's there. But uh what'd you give this? I ended up giving this a 5.8 out of 10. Like I said, the art is hit or miss. If you're a fan of, you know, Rockerford, you'll probably enjoy this overall. It's just the story has gone on too long and is now deciding it doesn't want to be what it was. It's going to be something bigger. And the well factor is there. It's a huge part. If you are a DC comic book fan, you want to be a part of a Trigon story because he is one of the most powerful beings in the DC universe. It's just the out of nowhere nature that is thrown at you. And for how I know this isn't going to mean anything in the long run, kind of just makes me feel it's like underwhelming before we even 
even get to the point. Yeah, I agree. It's going on too long. It's one of those where this book was kind of like a darling for some people. Like, oh my God, I for me. and a lot of people, but you at least you went in liking a bit of what Scott Liddell had done before. A lot of people, it yeah. was like the shock, like, oh, I, I don't really want to like this because I don't like Scott Liddell, but I actually am digging this. I like and the you idea talk of the about art. Scott Liddell's X Men. The thing is, back in the day, I was a huge yeah. fan of the Uncanny X Men yeah, Scott so Liddell used to do. All of that. I still have the issues. Overall, it's just this shouldn't have went on this long. And it, it, especially with not a lot of Him story. And or or my dream team oh as a my kid. my goodness. But because of that, I'm going to give it a. Fuck you! Five, Eric. There you go. I'm going back to that. I'm done with this nonsense. But we're going to go to one last book. And we said that we always save the do, best do we for have last, to? right? They, they, Fuck you! Yeah, here we go. Batgirl number 46. Like, I read this, and for what, like, all the words that were strung together and the art that was put together with the words, I don't even know if I can call this a book. I don't know if I can explain it. We're going to try, Eric. It, it's, right. it's a mess. Russians, everybody. It is Russians. a mess. And Gold pretty much the, and the only Russian there is is me rushing the hell out of here because I don't want to read this. But I need to hey, rush to the end I here. I was Russian. Uh, but this is background number 46. It is written by Cecil Castellucci, art by Carmine D. G. Demonico, colors by Jordi Belair, and and world design on letters. Cecil Castellucci ends her golden energy story. Oh my! You hear about that, Eric? You, you like that? clean energy? I was to begin it. Clean energy, bam, bam, bam. It's hard to follow in both writing and art, and really, it's just total nonsense. Who's this version of KG Beast? And who thinks that making energy out of living gold would ever be a thing that you could afford? I'm starting to think that KG Beast never was well again after <laughs> Batman confronted so. him in Siberia. He, he got a little frostbite of the, the craniums, I think he got. He got a little bit of the brain damage. I think he did. I think he. Brain damage. I think his eyes are raining. Right now, if this is the KGB, don't ever go full KGB. I used to like ever again. I used to like Batgirl. I, I used to like Batgirl. I, I, th- this book is a wreck. It, it is a utter wreck. You end up having things like you know unearth, which nonsense. But even from that, you came out of that with. These ideas. Oh my God, Jason Bard, he doesn't have a limp. His hey, legs fine uh, again. Think, What's up I with think, that? that? That's totally left behind to <laughs> oh, give no. you a idea that mixes a little bit of social commentary, not really, but the idea of clean energy clean energy right, which right. we already had that barbara was already in control but now we're gonna clean energy now, now gotham yeah, clean energy. Yeah, yeah now now we're gonna get dasha marlova with her living gold and the thing is though all she and this is not gold that's family yes well all she needs to do is do her stupid experiments but at points she's trying to change the world you have barbara who's confused the whole time of well she's, she's not the only she's one she's a thinking woman there she's got some ideas you know you could have at one point after she ends up showing dasha shows that she is batshit crazy she's talking yeah. to her jewelry she's doing all these things where Barbara's like, you know, the world could still use you. I'm like, no, they can't. Get her the hell out of there. But Barbara is there. there there's Just no, like Von Braun. There's no rules to anything that's going on. You ended up starting out with, at one point, the homeless were 
ex-Russian scientists that we thought possibly were put out on the street from Dasha. That gets wiped away just to be, uh, well, we're getting rid of the dregs. It's a whole idea that we have to use the energy within human beings to- Get them on a treadmill. They can just go. It's so ridiculous. To activate the living gold that that not only Tasha's family has become, but her entire village that is now just a vat of screaming liquid gold, it seems like. We have to bring these people back to life, and we have to use the energy of people to do it, but on top of that, that'll create excess energy for the city, possibly. A neighborhood, and, it ends up being. And also, it seems that while we have living people thrown in, that it creates enough con- like you know, conductivity to do something for Tasha here. Dead people might even be better, and I don't know why. Condensation. Uh, you end up even at the end where you have these people living in this living goal, but at the end it's just pushed aside to be like, yep, it's it's fueling the city. <laughs> We're not going to look at it. It makes no sense. And the idea uh, of just Congresswoman Alejo, she's Alejo, going full fucking crazy is, as well. She the, just the idea, hey, we need to come up with a way that we can have a clean energy source. I said this before. How much is this energy bill? These people in Gotham are going to get the energy bill and it's going to be like $10,000 because it, it is fueled by living gold in one vet. It's, it's the most all ridiculous right. thing. That's the thing is we have living gold that can create all the energy you want. All we have to do is feed it people. Yeah, we just, it just, you know, it's, it's like soil and, and maybe green. Maybe things will happen. You end up with, we don't know. We're not that we far in the experiment know. yet. And so all of this starts out where Barbara is hanging over the gold. She's going to go into it. They're going to, and gold. then she's, yeah, I love gold. She ends up where she's trying to get out of there and like, Hey, by the way, Dasha, tell me your life story. All right. Well, that would be great. Well, my mom. Thank God Batwoman's here, though, to shut her up when she goes on a little too long. Just the idea, though, of the story is, hey, yeah, uh, I I was growing up. You know, I was in the root cellar most of the time. And my mom, my mom ended up having problems because she was doing energy experiments. And then she came out. She looked like she was dripping with this gold here. And she was trying to hug me. But what I did was make earrings out of her. And now she's yelling at me. That that's basically the setup. I made my mother into jewelry, and now my she's yelling. Gold mother, I put I tore parts of her away and made her into yeah. jewelry. Now she's constantly screaming in my ears for all eternity. Don't use the, if she's screaming, then make something else—a belt buckle. Make like a you know the WWE championship belt ring. buckle, so she can't scream in your ear. Toe and, ring, and just Jim. the idea, classy. I love the whole thing of like, all right, I got enough energy. I'm gonna bring my mom back. As she's bringing her back, her mom's still screaming. You idiot! I'm just lips now. I'm only a piece of jewelry. You ended now, up ripping is- me apart. It's very odd, and I don't know how we could deal with anything going on in the Metal Men right now, or whether or not Metal Men is in continuity to the larger DC picture, or whatever the larger DC picture is, and what is in continuity. And what we, we don't know these things, but when we're dealing with an aspect of living gold, the first thing I think of is like, why don't we get gold from the Metal Men in here? Because while he, like, you know, you could say the responsometer does not give him true sentience now that we have this whole Metal Men story, but he is essentially kind of a living gold. Maybe this could be a cool thing for him, but the Batgirl... Batwoman Bat is up just there and to throwing KG beast be in there against out of KG nowhere. Beast. Like, hello, right, we got a Russian scientist. What do we know about Russia? KG beast, KG throw beast. him in there. And he's there with his living arm of What's gold. Drago? Which, and and <laughs> I must break you. You end up though. Don't break the gold, Ivan. The fun thing is, and that's the the weird deal about it is, you end up having KG beast because you have a Russian scientist. Where the real fun or the real thing would be KG beast there after what he did to Dick Grayson with Barbara. I'm there, like, they mentioned it at the end. I'm going to shoot you in the head just like I did your boyfriend before. I'm like, 
No ramifications. This weird shit talk out of nowhere, and then we move and on. Just like here's what here is the usual KGB lines. You end up having Dasha get mad, and ends up actually no, in my mind the usual classic. Dasha ends up almost being Richard Dawson in Running Man, where she is really oh, you know ripping apart KGBs. No, yelling at KGBs. Oh. What are you doing, you dumb head? Get out there! The steroids in your ears, and goes go get her because Batman <laughs> escapes, and he goes. Already on it, boss. I'm like, who the hell is that? Classic KGB. How about beast. this? This is what I'm just going to write the dialogue for Cecil Castellucci for KGBs. Hey, KGBs, I don't pay you to just stand around. Get her. Da. That's all you have to say. It's all right, there well, you go. Jerry, it's not a big deal, though, because while we have electricity crackling around in the <laughs> air like so freaking confusing. death rays, you have Dasha covered in living gold that she's making freaking blades out of. You have a golden arm KGB shooting bullets left and right. You got Batwoman and Batgirl back to back. Is that a new utility belt? Classy. <laughs> I'll send you the specifics when we get talk. them cleaning up here. And they're having chit chats. I-, I love the idea. Shit has hit the fan. The, the gold is everywhere. You Electricity. worked on your, your flexibility, Pilates. For, oh my! For crying out loud! It looks as if KG Beast's arm has become alive. He's goddamn Groot out of nowhere. Shit's flying. You end up at one point. Dasha's He's like the only liquid that's met like you know yeah. freaking liquid at room Holy temperature crap. now. And you end up having Dasha like, "Yeah, I'm gonna throw my mom at you," and starts doing weird <laughs> shit like that. And all you get is. You're doing the Pilates. <laughs> like, what? What is going on? There's stuff going on here. Please. And so you have this. This this is KGB's classic lines. I mean, these will go down in classic deals of KGB stuff like, I'm going to pop you in the head. <laughs> Where is he? Did he take a break and live in Brooklyn for a while? Because that's what he sees. He's the Brooklyn beast. Yeah, that's, that's pretty Brooklyn. cool. I do that. The Brooklyn Beast is is good, but yeah, he ends up with the craziest, craziest lines as everybody's just shouting shit that makes no sense for the situation. Everything gets very confusing in art and story as Barbara starts wondering, huh? I think that that Dasha might be onto something. You know, if it was me and Bruce dying, he did die, by the way, Barbara or Dick. Yeah, yeah he kind of got close to it yeah, and did for every evil too. But and, and, you did think and you did. my dad, you're, you're dead right now is infected why are you dealing with any of this please, please tell me what's going this on is what still I'm in prison when in the hall she of justice starts talking about this well i would care if it was everyone you mentioned has had major problems recently like you went to apocalypse because damien died you needed to help get the yeah, body back you're more concerned with living gold living gold that makes no damn sense then if you just want to get even hokier, you just end up with pretty much this version of, oh, my God, the, the gold electricity was in me all along when Dasha realizes I'm the conduit that's the best, which makes everything work. But after she leaves and they use this as energy, it didn't seem to be working right. Over. I don't know what's going on when Alejo's like, yeah, we're using that. It's such a weird deal where sometimes you can have a story where the villain wants to do something, bring her parents back, do all this. And then in the meantime, afterwards, you realize, well, we could use this. for Everything is twisting and turning into, well, that's a good idea. Well, that isn't. That is. That is. And it, it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense. So by the end, it's just ridiculous. Once Dasha jumps into the bat thinking, I need to do this. This is what I need to do. And becomes this gold monster, even though she was wrapped in the gold. But she becomes a new being. And she's like, guards, end her. And we have a big action scene where it's just yellow on top of yellow with things swirling around, lightning shooting. And the way that the panels are laid up, I'm like, 
Well, I guess this might be an interesting fight scene, but I don't know what's happening I right now because either. I can't follow the art that's depicting the action. Are you doing Pilates? It's, it's just really, this is the dialogue we're Look getting. This. And this is why you end up having Cecil Castellucci say, you know, a lot of times she's not getting the opportunities that she wants. You, you got to write better than this. This is garbage. It really is. It's terrible. There's nothing good worry, about Jim, it. An EMP shut down everything and then we're all good again. Yeah. And it just kind of gets reset with that. With that one point, KG Beast yells out, yo, yo, I'll, yo, 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 I'll end up with tears. It's got a hold of me. I don't want to turn out like that. I'll surrender if you help, Batgirl. And just all right. Well, there we go. And yeah. But it's all over. And now that <laughs> Senator, I say Senator, but Congresswoman, I believe it is. But Council, Councilwoman Alejo, that's what I believe the whole thing is. She wants to use aspects of this. Barbara's not about it. So we have to get out of the political running that we were doing before because that storyline's dead and over. And it always was boring but you know what we still have to deal with jason bard the security head over at the alejo like you know po- like you know headquarters him and barbara gordon still need to be you know canoodling a bit more so let's go on that date because it's so the idea where barbara gordon though she knows that she likes jason bard she's known her for a little while now but now that they're actually going to go out on a date and she is thinking to herself right away non-stop for this entire ending to this book i better tell him who what my secret identity is i'm like Man, you just jump into shit way too she fast, does. don't you? That's what she does. First date, yeah. I'm a superhero. Yep. Check hey. this shit out. And you go, and at one point, I actually, you and Superman, I actually thought dummies. Cecil Castellucci was trying to hint at the idea, like, hey, you know, Jason's mad, but he's not mad at me. And I thought, oh, they're gonna do the Red Hood thing because it wasn't. Nope. Bar- no, no, that was just she, he does back it. Girl yeah, did Batgirl to Barbara. That did, yeah, but that's not. We talked about it before, and then out of nowhere, you end up having Jason Bard. Do you see all the owls? Around? It's like the walking tour of generic Gotham of shit we've gotten for 10 years now. Look at all the owls. You know, they're a bird of but prey. But don't worry, Jim. They make out, probably have sex on a dirty rooftop. Maybe. But when she gets home the next morning, Joker's waiting inside her door for her. Because you know that's going to be good, yeah, and, huh? and that really rubbed me the wrong way. That whole deal of I, that. I look forward yeah. to the Joker War so much, but I would not be. I, I can say that we're going to be doing it anyway. But thinking back at my twenty-five dollar do or die pull list of what would happen in a normal situation, a normal world, I would not be following that story in Batgirl right now. No, I wouldn't. At one point. When you end up having Dasha and where she becomes electric, look, Mama, I'm doing it. She starts yelling. <laughs> Do you tap, love me tap now, Mama? Away, Ma. Just like, what is going Do on here? Me? Everybody, this dialogue is just, it's, it's, here's the thing. In the actual little word bubbles, gold. it's okay. But when it's put together as a conversation, and all, it falls apart yeah. with what's going on. And just the idea where the, you said about the Batgirl and Batwoman, it's like, oh, man, I have Batgirl and Batwoman and the issues together, and I really haven't let them, you know, have fun yeah. and Do talk. Anything. So let's just talk about belts and Pilates. I really, that that's what Girl you're doing. Talk. That's what you're doing. You know, how about this? You know, fight, fight. the. And even then, when you have the living gold, all of a sudden, oh. I can't tell what's oh happening. Oh, my God. It, it's it's the homeless people. Oh, no. It's the goons. The oh, goons. this whole thing when she's like, those Gothamites, they don't matter. They're trash. They're disposable. I'm like, 
Those were Russian they scientists were Russian that were homeless for some reason. That, what happened? And you're a Russian scientist. There had to have been a connection at some point. Lousy what Gotham happened Mites. to that connection? Gone, yeah, almost makes it seem like Derelique. Listen here. Oh, Derelique. Listen here, there. <laughs> that Hansel's so hot. I ended up cleaning up the streets. There ain't no homeless, especially them homeless scientists from Russia. Nobody likes them. Hero, they end up doing crazy experiments. That's how meth started in the U.S., I have to tell you. We're those crazy Russian scientists you know, that ended up being homeless after living gold experiments. You, you don't need that. So they you know end what? up getting it down. I don't think I need to look into this at all. I think you told exactly I how did. it is. <laughs> that is 100% what happened, Eric, as they say. Yeah, the, gym, goes the, the Joker going forward. We can move away from the terrible trio, the freaking Oracle giant robot monster, and living gold people and the weird KGB. Just, we are moving just on think to of the what Joker. we've gotten from this book. And this is my <laughs> idea of what was going to be her story. You ended up with that unearth, I, I guess, her story. story. Oh, yeah. yeah. I even forgot that. And unearth, Jim. We can move away from that. Holy crap. I and mean, maybe really. during the Joker story, this Joker wore tie and we'll figure out what's up with Jason Bard's leg. Really? Is there a book that you think is more nonsense than this right now? Because I, I don't Catwoman. think so. Well, that's the thing. That's done now. So we I'm saying <laughs> this is going to keep going. So Catwoman and Batgirl have been a tie for me in my mind. I think Catwoman is still a little better. I, I just, Dealing with this out of Unearth and also dealing with Raina Creole and Catwoman is the same exact thing in my mind. <sighs> You might be right. Lazarus Pits, you Zombie Sons, right. and freaking Dust Monster. I don't even know. When, when they're talking about the classy uh, utility belt, at that point, you end up having the living gold Dasha running at one point. <laughs> KG Beast is about to kick their ass, and that's what they do because they're going to do the Montague maneuver. This character that was at once, before even Bane came around, was the biggest bad that Batman ever came across, has fallen so low that he's now in this Batgirl as just a side henchman who can't true. do anything. That is true. He has fallen. He really has fallen. Oh, how the mighty have fallen, Eric. But I don't know. What what would you give this? Three out of ten, because so, you're higher two than out me. of ten. <laughs> now you're lower than me. I'm thinking about I'm trying to I'm trying to think about the the good aspects of this whole book. I'm like all right, Jason Bard, Batgirl. But even then, I'm like, she's constantly just wants to tell her secret identity. So I got angry there. I'm like, oh, KG Beast is there. Everybody was wrong. I'm like, all right, two out of ten for this because I guess <laughs> there was some decent down. art here and there. But overall, the dialogue, got, the, the storytelling, and the action sequencing. I don't know what happened in that fight, but I'm trying to tell you. There are some bits where I will say, Gold. I can look at this, maybe. <laughs> Gold. That's what, that's what happened. I gave it a Layers two. of yellow. I gave it a 2.5. It's bad. Yeah. It's really, it, really it, bad. It is bad. It, it is really, really bad. I gave it a 2.5. Eric, uh, what is your book of the week? My book of the week is obviously Just League Dark obviously. right now. It is mine oh, yeah. as well. It is mine as well. Uh, but from there, we will go on to what we're going to be talking about next week. Now we're back oh, to boy. the regular swing of things, it seems. This no, no, no. I don't even think regular. Like The thing is, we, we took a break, so we got to pile on as well, many things as we, we can did. for next week. And the break was because DC was trying to figure out how this whole new shipping thing with them doing no diamond, some diamond. I don't know. Diamonds are girls' best friend i have no idea i've heard that yeah i've heard Times that are too <laughs> they are uh but with the and dallas you end up with here ddp with, yeah ddp you end up with batman number 94 batman and the outsiders number 14 eric maybe Dis we'll do something this issue yeah, deceased dead planet number one 
That's right. something that people it's have been looking book. forward to. I'm sure that that will be on the Patreon. That's my guess. Sure. Detective Comics number 1023, A Journey to the Joker War. They don't want to say I Road to, to. It's more of a journey, Eric. Eh, uh, Harley Quinn number 74. I'm just mentioning that because I may be doing that on the Spotlight show on Friday. Maybe. We shall see. I've been following that. And I might as well finish it up. We're ending in one issue after that at 75. We have, oh, penultimate. Yeah, we have Hawkman number 25. Oh my! Maybe the we'll Lord do Beyond there. the Voids in this, Eric. How, how dare Good for him. I end up seeing. I'm looking at the cover now. He must feed. What is he? Ryback? Well, obviously, that's a ten out of ten right there. <laughs> Justice League. We have the Lord Beyond the Void and Hawkwoman. Uh, uh, yes, really. Uh, every, Get out of town. Everything leads back to to wrestling for us. Uh, Justice League number forty eight. That's Cy Spurrier jumping on Ruben's All ears. Right. Just pricked up. And I look forward to that. Way. I need something new there, even if it doesn't matter in the long run. But I still need something new. You there. know, you would like a good story just yes. they got to see number 22 oh the omega um, mama's coming the back the omega mama looks like she's going into a portal where it says alone and afraid green lantern must find a way back or her teammates die That's omega what, mama dc comics what they're saying i thought it was gonna rhyme <laughs> so i started saying that of, <laughs> alone, do you think it's etrigan writing uh, <laughs> the goddamn solicits out of nowhere i want him to write all the books alone and afraid <laughs> a omega mama was made uh, she better get out of the shade. How about that? That would be a pretty good deal on the cover. I'm in. And then, Made in the shade. Yeah. Also, Lois Lane number 12. Eric will be reviewing that possibly eventually. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, Last issue. Finally. Let's see what we yeah, do with the multiverse right. out of nowhere in that book. It says the truth is out there on the cover. You shut your goddamn mouth the about the truth, truth, Lois. The truth is out there. Tell um, me the truth about that freaking Russian journalist that was assassinated at the start of the book that we kind of moved away from completely. Didn't you know it didn't get assassinated? ended up being a Russian scientist that started making meth in Gotham. Oh, That's Dasha. what happened. Uh, and I will mention that Alex M asked when we were going to be recording. I told him tonight, and he, he was expecting a lot of fireworks. Now, we did yell and scream a little, but I just heard some fireworks for the first yeah. time going off really loud outside, so we're ending up here. It's getting towards firework time. It is. Superman number 23, Eric. Cursed by magic, introducing the menace oh, of, curses magic. of Xanadoth. That's what it says. <laughs> Santa Doth. Yes. Santa Superman. Doth. Yeah. There we go. Superman indeed. Hey, Eric. Batman's Grave number eight. I, I, I really wish at this point they'd have these advertisements in the physical books to get people excited saying, Bendis is leaving. <laughs> you would like that? You know what, Eric? I would have to say. It's a bit of a hot take. You like this extended uh, musical one? I'm dancing a bit. Ooh, that's a hot take. I don't like that voice, though. It scares me. That, that was me. I, I know up, what it I is. I ended up doing a lot of effects on that, like Rex in effect. Uh, we it end up having me. Batman's Grave number eight. Ooh, I'm going to touch you. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Why don't your we parents go? home? <laughs> hey, kid, your mom told me to pick you up. You'll yeah, flies you down. My- <laughs> <laughs> is your ref- what help with that? Is your refrigerator running? We ended you up with- <laughs> stuck inside of it. Uh, Logan has finally gone and decided that he needs to go and shoot hoops on his well, own. Obviously. He thinks that he is the pretty much like the big thing where when you get all the pedophiles around for their oh, he's man kid. When they, yeah, yeah. The thing at the whole deal for the pedophile convention, they have probably awarded him in his mind man candy for three years <laughs> running, and he thinks. 
thinks that if he leaves that, I mean, he steps off the porch. He was voted boy most likely that a man would have wanted to <laughs> yes. be inside of. I'm telling you, nobody needs to say zucchini with him. He thinks they're just going to snatch him. So he ends up not wanting to go and he really wants to practice he? basketball. He's 14 for crying out he's loud. He's 14 yeah. years old. 14 going on and six. He can't go and shoot no. hoops by himself. So he's going to go shoot of hoops. The, he's so afraid. And, I, and he's like, they're going to come with a van. I'm like, you are inside a fence in the thing. If a van pulls up, and I'm telling you, I said. I would have think that somehow his mind is a little bit warped and he's really afraid of Pennywise from the It movies well, from being alone. I'll get back to that. He ends All up right. with, he. I said, if even if a van pulls up and you see that there's a family. Like he's just actually He's seen some shit, but he's too afraid to no, tell anybody he, about he, it. He so just this is thinks why. that he'll be in Tanya, just feeds into it. So he's finally decided that he can go out and shoot hoops on his own. But boy, he thinks that he's going to be abducted left and right. He doesn't know I what's going on. But I knew somebody with a van and a ski mask that I can borrow so I could just fuck with him whenever I could. That he, he would, and I, I even had to, I went through a route that he would run. You know, if he does, I said, start screaming and yelling all these things. He's so concerned. But the other thing that you said, he actually gets night terrors. And this has been a thing that he's had all his life. And with that, he gets up and starts doing crazy things at one point he like, ran in one night he got up went outside got abducted <laughs> i'm telling you he got up <laughs> went out and he started delivering pizzas for dominoes uh, he ended up uh a couple weeks ago running into our room and punching tanya in the face that was one <laughs> I, I i'm telling you i i'm looking at him like i know you're you're not dead i know, I know, you. I know you're awake <laughs> pal. and also then i gave him five bucks but he ends up last night clothesline last night he wakes up he freaks out. He starts screaming, went to try to strangle Mia, then fell down the stairs, ran out on the porch and tried to run into the street. And we had to stop him. He all cut up and thinks he really hurt himself. This, and this is amazing. The only Do thing me a favor. If you have the, the presence of mind of next recording time, so it, record the well, shit out of at this. At this point, I was still up. I was. I told you I was up very late doing the the spotlight deal. So all I hear is running and screaming. I go running up. I'm like, what the hell is going on? He's trying. He's trying to break free. It looked like he was like in the hockey fight where the refs have now grabbed the guy, but he's trying oh, yeah. to fight through it. And I'm like, Logan, what's going on? He looked at me and grinned at me, and it was it was evil. <laughs> it was evil. I saw the face of evil right then. And then he just kind of walked upstairs. Well, I the, see where he gets it this morning. He actually told us what he was doing before he went to bed. He started watching It Chapter 2. And he ended up getting really uh, weirded out. I guess they end up throwing a guy off the bridge at first. And then you yeah. have it, that that's when he stopped. And it really like the first five minutes. It really. I know. He said it really disturbed him. So he's and he says to me, Daddy, am I ever going to get rid of these Daddy. night terrors? And I said, legitimately, how the fuck do I know? What, what am I? You know, what am I? God? A doctor? No, I'm daddy. I have no idea. I'm daddy here. I'm big daddy. But yeah, so I don't know why that <laughs> has anything to do with uh, Batman's grave. <laughs> except i don't know well, who knows what has anything to do with batman's <laughs> I, grave yeah, really because we're i i guess i might talk about that on the spotlight as well on friday yeah. i'm i'm up to, to are you up to date i'm up to date with it really how much do you have to be up to date you when got, it's 14 read four pages 14 good. pages of a fight scene i end up when they said oh my god warren ellis he's in trouble we might not end batman's grave i'm like well you just want to know how the fight ends i'll give you the ending <laughs> batman wins there you go done so you have that flash flash <laughs> 757 there
I think All right. I think that reverse family matters. I think that I am already going to start winning that bet. Now the bet is probably going to involve Little Caesars, I think, because Logan also said that for some reason, and we really have been trying to eat really well, and uh, but for some reason he's craving Little Caesars. He said, "I understand. So, I'm right there with yeah, him." Yeah, he said, and he said to me this morning, he's like, "Why is it that it's great garbage and, and pizza?" He's, he well, here's. You go right in. What what are we in tune here? He ends up saying to me this morning, and he's I said, You're now a Werner. You finally you finally got here, my boy. Because he goes, Why is it that I crave real shitty food? And he's like, just real shit. I'm like, why do you think my boy's growing why up? Why do you think daddy was grabbing those hamburgers from the speedway? I mean, these things were not quality, but it's something about it. He's like, I know what that means now. He's like, go all into it. But yes. he, he does want to get little Caesars. But there you go, Eric. And I see on the flash now number, I want little Caesars. on the flash number seven fifty seven, you end up seeing Trickster, Captain Cold, Grot, they're all just pulling on each of the appendages of the Flash, where Trickster right. is yelling, Make a wish, boys. <laughs> see, this, Trickster. Is, this is the deal. I'm going Classic. I'm now going through on the site, so I see what's going on here and I can explain things there. We end up and none of these covers will really have anything to do with what's inside. But you end it's up having the Green Lantern season two, number five. That I will be talking I, I don't about. Think, I could for some reason didn't understand anything you just said there. Like almost, it doesn't matter and it doesn't don't. exist. <laughs> How dare you? You are a Green Lantern fan. Why aren't you reading something that the fate of the cosmos is hanging in the battle with Hyperman punching Hal like in the face? Everything else that Grant Morrison does, it doesn't well, matter. We got the Hyperman, the Hyperwoman, the Hyperboy, the Hyperdog. We got them all. It's it's pretty much my house. It's hyper-extending. <laughs> I'm, I'm hyper as shit, Derek. That's what happens. And, and Hal, he's getting hit as he's shooting off the Green Did Lantern. We really need a season two. I, yeah, they were gonna. They were only gonna make it eight issues, and then Liam Sharp got all upset. See, you know what? Maybe Dan DiDio did serve a purpose at DC Comics because he was gone. All of a sudden, that book's back on. Yeah, s- some of the things actually does seem like he might have been onto something. We also have a book that I believe might be ending. It is the Terrifics number twenty-eight. That's a digital only release, uh, and I think that that may be maybe the pen ultimate issue. I, I can't tell. Actually, yeah, no. you know what? I'm I'm completely wrong. I think it ends at good, 30. Good. I think we have a bunch of issues left, but they're all digital that nobody I'm telling you right now. You heard it here first, folks. It goes on. <laughs> there you go. Breaking news. Where's the sound effect? <laughs> at this point right now, you end up having Supergirl ends, right? It's digital only. Dan still has the only review. Nobody's reviewing that book. I don't understand. Just because it's digital. All right. You end up having Wonder Woman. Phantom Strangers on that cover. There, he's looking there to save right. to save the life of her foe. She must defeat the Phantom Stranger. Oh, Van Gunther! Oh my God! I just like it's time to go to heaven and see what the presence is I'm up telling to. You. You're an Amazon freaking and slash, you know, demigod. When I get time for the Stranger to visit, I'm in heaven as well. Eric is what I always say, right? You get that? I'm saying that now. I can't remember what the truth and the lies are. Is she still the daughter of Zeus? I don't know anymore. She still made a clay. Is she like a, I'm pretty sure she's still the daughter of Zeus, but also Clay at the same time. The Clay was a lot. I forget how it works out. This now. is the thing. I heard that Zeus, when he's hanging out, you know, as his normal mortal looking self, he calls himself Clay. So there you go. It all works out. Jun- Cassius Clay. Young Justice number 16. We're also getting. Uh, and that says the emancipation of Bart Allen that we saw at the end of the last issue. Now, we have some things going on because I was looking f- forward. And I think you're going to have Justice League two weeks in a row to review as well. There was huh. some weird thing. But you never can tell 
what these things are I more than can. like a week ahead of time because of this whole schedule. Well, Tony, didn't we do Just League last week and then we have it this week coming yeah, up? Yeah, I don't remember. Oh, no, that's still two we, weeks away. We ended up having I'm yeah, stupid. Yeah, Never we mind. ended up having that week. I actually got screwed up when I was trying to look for some things and I'm like, there's oh, everything. Oh, wait, what happened? But yeah, we ended up having Dumb this as whole hell. deal. You are. You really are, Eric. But, but at least I can admit it. That is true. That is good of you. Thank you for doing that. I think You're that welcome. that deserves this. <laughs> That's a strike, Eric. Just take that off That's the board. A, Just take it off. Did you realize that that was now a, a spare? That one was. I don't know. But yeah. Spare me. I will let you guys know that. Two of those books that we talked about just now and that extended nonsense will be on the Patreon-only spotlight that me and Eric do every Thursday night. And that will be picked sure by do. the badasses of the Get Fresh Crew. There you go. And so if you want to if you want to listen to that, go over to our Patreon and help us out. Help us out and thank us for all this stuff that you get. I know it's well 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 worth it. I don't really need any of this guy. Yeah, really. But that is it, Eric. What do we say at the end of the podcast? Everybody have a great week. Week. Keep it weird Weird. and we'll see you in seven. See you in seven. It's a hot take. Closing time. That's it for the podcast. So I guess it's time to go home. Closing time You've heard the party's over So turn off your iPod or phone Closing time Nine hours you just wasted Now it's time to get back to work Closing time Pretend you're still listening Cause your co-worker's a fucking jerk Eric's got to go play with his toys Eric's got to go play with his toys Eric's got to go play with his toys Play with his toys